Тише! Time is divided into two parts. The Snyder Radio. You would have something interesting to say right here. Before this, no biggie. And after this, the time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? The Snyder Radio. I told you. The Snyder. Where's my autograph book? Okay, stop talking. Get in. Sit down. Shut up. And hold on. Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, the Snyder. Let's play. Not the VH1 thing either. Okay. That went well though yesterday. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, I would find. I, I, yeah, I guess it went well. I mean, they they want to proceed with developing a sitcom for VH1, The Snyder's of Great Neck, well, the working title. Say that went well then. Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, it's it's the less I want to do things. <laughs> <laughs> the more people want to do them. It's this interesting phenomenon. If only you thought of that 10 years ago. No kidding. <laughs> My problem in the 90s is I wanted things too badly. If only I thought of that 25 years ago when I started dating Suzette. <laughs> Jeez, talk about it. I've chased things my whole life. Now I sit back and say, I don't want to do this. And the more I say I don't want to do it, the better it gets. Mm. By the way, I don't want to do this radio thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me out there? trying my new technique. Yeah, reverse psychology. Make reverse psychology. But I'm kind of using a little bit of that with the radio anyway because not that I don't want to do it, I want to do it. But I'm not making it like I'm desperate to do it. And we were talking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, yes, I love doing radio and this is what I want to do with my life, but I have options. Always let management know I have options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, VH1 wants to do a sitcom. Yeah, Rocky Horror wants me to do Broadway. Yeah, Twisted wants to do a reunion. Yeah, I got options. This is what I want to do, you know, but I, I do have options. <laughs> see how that works, Nick? Yeah, do you see how that works? Dark Side Dave, they're always looking back at Taco Bell. You've got yeah, options, right. too. That's you have right. experience. Yeah, experience. Nick, tell them, the meat packing plan's been calling me lately. Yes, yeah, my big contingency plan. We need a night yeah. manager. Yeah. <laughs> sausage, sausage shells. You know, there's it's, it's benefits. Sure. Benefits involved. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. A good job. Yep. Good morning, everybody. Um, digging through the piles of D-mail. How did this become three days worth of mail? Did we not have mail on Friday, too? 
No, we did. We did. What happened was, now that uh, the server's fixed, a bunch of mail that never made it through finally came through. Ah. So we got that printed out, too. Apologies to the listeners who are writing in saying, are my emails falling upon deaf eyes? No. They are not. It's just that uh, we would have some problems not getting them, but I put, I put my best man on the job. Obviously not the person that Clear Channel hired. And uh, Sean rectified the situation in no time. You did good, Jebby. You did good. <laughs> Six minutes. Nick got the numbers, and Sean did the talking, and the job was done. See, we got to keep it in-house. We can't depend on any of these losers that they've, you know, are employed. I mean, there are people here, some of them are okay, but there's a bunch of them that are not worth their salt. How does that happen, Beth? You sat here. You've watched it come, the comings and goings. How do people who can't cut it? Well, you know, I, I, I know the answer to that. The person that I'm casting aspersions upon, who shall remain nameless, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a case where they've risen to a level of what's what's the fr- I always forget that 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 the, thing um, to your level of incompetence. No, I'm level not of incompetence. That, but. Yeah, but but I am. <laughs> but that happens all the time where people are who do a good job mm-hmm. are continue to give raise and, and job opportunities and they move up the ladder until they get to a point where they can't cut it anymore. Good call! And, uh, and then they stay there. <laughs> Instead of backing it off a notch, just keep them there where they flounder. Yeah. Your new Delta Chi name, Chris, is Flounder. <laughs> 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 all right, obviously this is Psycho Dan's choice. Oh Shame this one never got airplay. <laughs> Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Steve Snyder Radio, Radio 104. Good choice, Psycho. Let's play a song that repeats the phrase, Conversations Kill, before we do four hours of talk. <laughs> Could you have picked more of a dirge, for God's sakes? There's a moron in there. Fortunately, for you listeners, I blanked that out. And focused on writing a new verse of diarrhea. When you're running through the door and it's dripping on the floor. <laughs> diarrhea. Oh. Diarrhea. I was working on that while, while I, instead of listening to that stupid song. you're the first and you're feeling something burst. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're sliding in the third and you're, well, you're juicy turd. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're sliding in the home and your shirts are full of foam. Diarrhea. <laughs> When you're sitting when? in your Chevy and your shirts yeah. are feeling heavy, diarrhea, diarrhea. What's that? New one. When you're squatting on the bowl and it's pouring out your whole diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Nick, do those baseball ones bring back some memories of Little League for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even try to get you out when you were sliding into home. Yeah. <laughs> I hate how that song makes like diarrhea seem like fun or something. (laughs) And that little kid singing voice, it's cute too. Oh, I know, but still. Like it's diarrhea. (laughs) Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Any stomach issues lately? Mm, eh, No, I've been all right. I think I've been all right recently. Yeah. That's good. Congratulations. I'm getting. I'm a little concerned about my weight and stuff. I got that big fat stomach working. But You're ballooning up. 
the pooch yeah. pouch? Yeah, I got a stomach. I got a little cut going on, which is He needs to run his ass around the block a few times. <laughs> I think it's summer it's full of donkey punches went right in my stomach. Oof. It's, oh, perfect, it's the perfect accessory for the Mr. Burns look you're working on there. <laughs> yeah, right. He had that little scrawn with the pouch down there on the bottom. Because I could, like, feel the liquid in there, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, you know, motion around and stuff. <laughs> Don't hang out here overnight. Four empty pizza boxes this morning oh, and an order of breadsticks. Yeah, dude, did you see that pile? There's big piles. I don't know what they Well, did. I know it's scuba ate. What about the rest of the guys? <laughs> <laughs> Man, can they put away the pizza. Where do they put it all? Every single night on the Carlito show, those guys are... It's disgusting. It's like a fast food restaurant in here <laughs> from every fast food joint in Hartford. It's unbelievable. Well, we don't have that problem here at D-Steiner Radio. We uh, like to stay fit, except for Nick. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, actually. Uh, Nick, while we're on the subject of you, uh, here's a, an email, uh, a belated email regarding you and your mandals yeah. and the hairy toes and all that. <laughs> actually, it's kind of supportive. Oh, it's supportive. It says, I got a good chuckle over the conversation this morning about Nick wearing his sandals. You may just be a... Uh, what was it? <laughs> I've, I'm sorry. It's, it really had to do that. Beware, because you may just be a Burke wearing fool in years to come. I always thought Burks were the ugliest freaking sandals I had ever seen. Well, guess what? I bought myself a pair, and then two. They are so comfy. I wear them all the time. Ugly, you bet. Comfy, nothing like them. Danielle and Waterbury. No, no, no. See, Danielle, where you went wrong here is it's clear that you are a sandal wearer to begin with. So you, you, you're getting a little confused. And then you said, well, those are ugly sandals. And you tried them and they were comfortable sandals. I've never worn sandals. We'll never wear sandals. I, I care about my fellow man. And I'm not, going to, I'm not going to ruin their day by letting them see my long finger-like toes reaching out like tentacles, feeling their way along the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, like yours a better dark side. Yeah, but I don't but, describe them. Yeah, but <laughs> you showed no, them to you us. You take once. the sock off and show us a posse toe. And they're gnarly. Yours are like knuckles, like like <laughs> that, that have been punched into a cement wall repeatedly. <laughs> Hammer toe. Hammer toe. Can't touch them. Um, <laughs> but Nick. Nick, 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 he has no problem with that. He just thinks his toe smell is beautiful. <laughs> the long, crooked toes are attractive. The hair braids it. He's just proud. <laughs> Braid the hair. He could, though. No, I just feel like I'm cleaner than most. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? You're cl you are cleaner than most. Yeah, like, I mean, I shower, I smell good, and, you know, I don't have a stink about me. I don't. That's true. Okay. I don't. Is, wait, what would be true? He comes in here someday and he reeks. Yeah, of booze, though. Oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, not every day or something like that. But it's not like Dark Side who's walking around with, like, swamp ass and stuff. And then, he doesn't smell on a regular basis. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, as the day gets going, I mean, the kid starts farting and stuff. And it's got to be a stick somewhere in the box. Sean, you have you know? no room to say, yeah, you are a stink factory. Well, yeah, I don't see, that's, hear it from see you, that's the other From opposite. the feet to the head, you stink. Well, no, it's I not don't. so much his feet. D is his, I mean, he's got B.O. issues. No, I do not. I don't want him next to me. He smells like tuna fish.
fish. Here's the bottom line. On days that Darkseid goes to the gym and comes back here without showering because he's afraid to take off his clothes when a passerby oh. may happen yeah. upon him, he stinks. You Feel do, that? dude. You smell ripe. Yes. <laughs> Sean, lately you've smelled fresh and clean, but there have been a few days where... What the hell is that smell? You've been pretty good at stinking up the room. Yeah, we, we talked about that, and, and I fixed that problem. <laughs> but Darkseid, please, you fart. At least 140 times a day, we figured it out. But never around me, so I don't notice that. Yes, he's, he's, he, I appreciate the respect that he shows <laughs> for the host and co-host of this program. No problem. <laughs> you guys get pelted. <laughs> it's brutal. But Nick, I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think you're you're on a downward slope there, a slippery downward slope, and you've been smelling more lately. <laughs> okay. The only time I ever noticed that Nick would smell is when I think you were using Leslie's deodorant, and it smelled like you smell like a girl. Uh, oh, nobody comes in and he hasn't showered. You know, one of those, on those days. They happen fairly often these days. On those days, it's mostly the leftover gin. Because those are usually <laughs> the days that he's gone on a bender the night before. And cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. And cigarettes. It's a good smell. <laughs> Very good smell. <laughs> All right, look. We are... Um, we got a recap. I'm not even sure what it is. But it is entitled... Uh, how much for that vagina? Now, is this referencing anything? Yeah. Okay, good. Then uh, I guess that'll become clear. It's nice that we've dropped the uh, personal attacks on each other's fathers that started out the week. Uh, that was nice. Everybody's calmed down on that a little bit. I mean, fathers are innocent bystanders in this, so we really can't. We don't want to abuse them too much, even though they've got pretty good senses of humor, Mr. Lentino and Mr. Wallace, so... We appreciate that. Uh, but we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into our recap. And uh, we got all sorts of good things going on on D-Sign Radio today. I'll tell you all about them when we return. This is Radio 104. D-Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D-Snyder. i seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Speaking of getting nuts. Now back to D-Snyder Radio. I'm very fired up. On Radio things going on today. Good things, very good things. <laughs> what you ask? <laughs> I'm cracking up because uh, Nick's been talking about uh, certain advertisers that needs to be get plugs, and yet he's done nothing to actually get that going. What are you talking about? I've got no copy about that. I'm looking through here. I've got, you've sent me no messages about that. Well, I'll, I'll so do I it. I can do it if I want to. So it depended upon your memory. Yeah, no, I got a piece. Second only to mine. No, I got, <laughs> I got a piece of paper right in front of me that says plug two times a must. And an instant messenger at the proper time. You don't have to... Uh, See, I don't want control? you to get. I don't. Yeah, I don't want you to get all befuddled and stuff that you don't have to worry about. Right <laughs> befuddled. Now. Oh my God! <laughs> You've done it again. You know how you tend to get befuddled. Yes. <laughs> Searching for a word somewhere. Yeah. Befuddled. I'm no, no problem making up new words. To diarrhea though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so strong. I got to tell you that yesterday. I mean. After I leave here, at the end of the day, like, my brain kind of shuts off, believe it or not, and I'm just kind of in la-la I don't believe it. Until I go to bed at night. Yeah, I don't think about much. Um, 
but my brain really hurt yesterday. I was thinking a lot. And my I was brain hurts. Getting involved in conversations with all sorts of different people and in work and out of work. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, my brain really hurts. It hurts to think today. So that's kind of weird for smart people. Maybe you guys go through that, but... Well, you should shut down today. Give your brain a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was yeah. a big day for my brain. Yeah, it yeah, really hurts really to talk it, after a while. It did. <laughs> yeah. Try sleep. I find it so therapeutic. Yeah. <clears throat> what I meant to tell you people was that we do have 104 Fest tickets to give away. We do have Rockcats Eastern League playoff tickets to give away. We do have a Twisted Sister tribute album to give away. And uh, oh, but and and today is day two of the every fifteen minute pair of one hundred four fest tickets, is it not? Yes. Not on our show. Not on our show because it's just too intrusive to do that. But starting with Wilkow's show, going through Carlito's show at eleven p.m. tonight, every fifteen minutes they're giving away a pair of one hundred four fest tickets. We'll have a pair to give away. Okay, so in this case, we aren't quite the givers that the rest of the station is, but we have other cool things to give you. Now, I'm just saying here, are we cool? We got everything under control, Nicholas? Yeah. Nicholas Nickleby? All right, then we'll get into the recap from yesterday's program. It's entitled, How Much for That for China? It happened yesterday on T-Steiner Radio. It is Radio 104. Enjoy. Let's do hypothetically. Yeah, so basically, let me just explain okay, to people ahead. that this is where you send your hypothetical situations to Design Radio at Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com, and we are giving prize packs to anybody who's hypothetical we use. So, Beth, what do we got there? Well, Diesel Doug will get a prize pack. His first question is a hypothetically involving Nick. Hypothetically, Nick meets the girl of his dreams. The one girl he's meant to be with for the rest of his life. There's a subtle but noticeable difference in his actions, and all the morning crew can see he's a changed man. The one thing he doesn't know that everyone else knows, that's all of us, is that this woman is actually a transsexual. Used to be a man. Do you burst Nick's bubble and break it to him, or do you just let the chips fall where they may? <laughs> well, there's a reason why that would might be the perfect woman for Nick. Um, me personally, hey, let the chips fall where they may. I'm mean, a transsexual, so she's got all the proper orifices. Mm -hmm. And knowing Nick, she'd pretty be a pretty damn hot transsexual. And, uh, you know, well, she'll probably play it if she doesn't tell him what's going on, that um, she can't have children. Finds out, oh, I can't have children. And uh, they'll adopt or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd tell him. Why ruin it? If he's, mm -hmm. if he's, if he's happy, That's he's happy. it, boy. Put the dick down. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think I'm the type that if I found out something about a friend of mine's partner that were really damaging, for instance, some kind of serious criminal record, I would feel compelled to tell. But in this case, I don't think it's anything bad or there's anything wrong with it. And if Nick seemed happy, I think it's really her personal business. Right. It's really, a, it's up to her whether or not she wants to disclose that. Everybody has things in a past, in their pasts, that they might not want to discuss, so I'd just let her handle it. Not every woman has a penis in her No. Past, but, no. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, dark side, Dave. All right, so let me get this straight. 
had a penis and male genitals yes. took off the junk, had the right? sex got the twigs and berries removed and that looks like a girl, right? Mm -hmm. Hormone therapy. I was assuming, that. you know, you know Nick's taste. He's got pretty damn good taste when it comes to ladies. So we gotta assume that, that she's a hottie. Yeah, but I see I think I I don't think I would feel I don't know. I, I inside I would be laughing every time I saw them together. I would be dying inside. Just well, that's a little bonus. Thinking, <laughs> that's a little bonus. Yeah. So <laughs> you know and he doesn't. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't say anything. Um, yeah, dog side. He's so happy for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you you have joke fodder for years if you told him. That's right. I'm torn. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if it got to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore and I had to bust his ass about it, maybe I would, like, uh, anonymous email or, you know, hey, it's a, it used to be a man, dude, check it out. You know? <laughs> or you could just, anytime check Nick talks, out. you can play that sound bite, <laughs> it's a man, baby. Yeah. Maybe he would, maybe he would get it. <laughs> yeah. Anytime she walks in the room, you just play those sound bites. It's a man, baby. <laughs> so you would tell, you, you would... You would get him somehow communicate to him. You feel obligated to tell him. Yeah, eventually in the long run, I, I would have to. You know. Huh. So, well, let me ask you this, Nick. Say, Darkside did break the news to you. Now, this is your dream woman. Yeah. Dream woman. What would you do? Do it. Do you want to know? Yeah, would you want to know? And if you found um, out, would you say? Well, that'd be tough to say what I want to know because I wouldn't know. Um, I. Uh, you can't handle the truth. Does she have like? Do she has everything you ever wanted. Do they have vaginas? Yes. Yeah. She's all the parts. She probably yeah, can't have parts. children, but all the other stuff works. Yeah. Then uh, let's go ahead. I would keep I'm going. telling you it works. Yeah. No. I, I think I would do it if I was if I thought she was attractive. If I thought she. No. This was, is to marry her. Where's the beef? To marry her. Um. She's good looking. She's yes. really attractive. She's your perfect woman, except. That she was Perfect. born a man. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm hanging on to the attractive thing, but at the same time, like this chick one at it one time. lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's cold. <laughs> it's not wearing a girl suit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So all the parts are changed. I do me. <laughs> all the parts. Have you seen are, my wiener? So, yes. All the parts are changed. I could have sex with her. She's good looking. She's attractive. Yeah. You don't know. Funny. So you've been with her and yeah. you have not been able to. You don't know. And and the only difference is I can't have kids. Well, I I mean well, I would, maybe the fact that her name is Troy <laughs> might be a giveaway. Yeah. But other than bonus. That, but mm. you don't you don't know. You you're gonna you're gonna get married. She's not gonna tell you. You're gonna be trying to conceive. I don't know what's going on. It's not working. You probably get tested. She'll get tested. We'll come no. back. Gee, she just you know we can't do it. We'll have to adopt. You don't know. I would say at that point actually. If she lied to you about that, I think that's a huge breach of trust. Mm, I don't know then if I it's so much a breach of trust. Maybe she would just be, you know, nervous about telling me. Mm -hmm. um, All right, would this be a breach of trust, Beth? If up front she said, listen, I just want you to know I can't have children, but lied about the reasons, said I just, you know, I, I, I have... I'm not producing egg cells mm -hmm. or, or something like that. So told him up front that she couldn't have kids. Hmm. But, uh, but not the true reason why she can't have kids. Yeah, I could see somebody in that situation having a difficult time 
expressing that to a partner, mm-hmm. even though it is a big, I don't know if it's so much a trust issue, but uh, as uh, that's a tough one. But if she's hot, then I'm staying. You know what I mean? Like, I have no problem as long as that vagina is functioning. Nice beaver. I'll See, be and there. I thought you were shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. We could adopt, you know, I already got what about if? What about if you were told? So, you, so you, you're saying you don't want to be told. You don't want to know. Um, I'd rather, I'd definitely rather not know. But right, if what I, about if your friend, a friend tells you? So now you know a friend knows and you're saying, well, did he tell people? Maybe other people know as well. Uh, maybe everybody knows. Yeah, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to ask this thing that I'm dating. Um, <laughs> Well, I would ask her, I'd say, hey, what's up? Were you a guy? <laughs> and then, and then if she said, yeah, and I just, and I'd have to contemplate it in my mind. Okay, well, she's, you know, she's, she's a great personality. She's got that functioning vagina and she's, you know, still makes me hot and stuff. She really knows I, what to I do would with say, with, I guess I would have to stay. I mean, you're, you're putting it as this someone that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. And if I'm into someone, I would stay with them. Dude, right on. Good for brother. you, Nick. Yeah. And I would do the same. I would do the same. Sean, just curious. Would you stay? Of course I would. Oh. You would? Yeah. Sean, your girlfriend's going to be a guy. <laughs> <laughs> We got problems. <laughs> hey, you ain't a chick. <laughs> We're back. Interesting conversation. That's uh, hypothetically something we've been doing in recent weeks. Have we done hypothetically this early in the morning? I don't think so. I wouldn't think. Uh, no. Not, not this early. But you got to hear a little bit of it. People send in hypothetical questions to us at CaptainHowdyAtClearChannel.com, and we uh, discuss. Discuss. We're an intelligent group of people, relatively. We discuss things. It's good. Now let me tell you about something that I think is pretty cool, pretty positive. And uh, I'm in very involved with it's March of Dimes ride. Bikers for babies. You can, uh, <laughs> I can be a zero to a hero in 60 seconds. That's what they tell me. I'm going to try. I'm talking about a benefit for the Connecticut chapter of the March of Dimes presented by Indian Motorcycle of Wethersfield, Connecticut. That's happening Sunday, September 9th. It's going to be a 40-mile ride throughout the excuse me, Connecticut River Valley. We're going from the Middletown Elks Lodge to the Westbrook Elks Lodge. And our goal is to raise $50,000 and have 1,000 bikers participate. Just envision this, if you will. This beautiful late summer Sunday morning in Connecticut. 1,000 motorcycles in every shape and size. Some crotch rockets. Some fat boys, Harleys, Indians. We'll take them all. You're going to have the Kawasaki's and the Hondas and whatever. We're not going to be, this is, a, this is you know, we're going to drop our differences. You know, because Beth, you know, the American bikes don't really care for the uh, foreign bikes too much. I see. Unless it's like a Triumph. That's acceptable. Certain British bikes, Norton's. Okay. Anyway, I don't want to go there because the point is, this is all about the March of Dimes and raising money. How are we doing that? Well, there's an entry fee. $25 for riders and passengers to ride. Okay? But riders are eligible for incentive awards if they collect donations that exceed 100 bucks. So get people to sponsor you on this ride. Okay? Bring your donations to the registration bo- booth. 
Uh, the registration starts at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, September 9th at the Middletown Elks Lodge on Maynard Street in Middletown. The ride itself starts at 11 a.m. on Sunday. And I'll be leading everybody on the ride. There's going to be a barbecue at the end at the, uh, at the Elks, what is it, the, uh, the other Elks Club. I'm looking for Westbrook Elks Club. For any friends and supporters of the Marsha Dimes and the riders, be a Shoreline Barbecue after the ride. Celebrating the ninth year of this charity event. And if you want more bang for your buck, there's a pre-event registration party happening Saturday, September 8th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Hooters on the Berlin Turnpike in Wethersfield. There you can pre-register for the ride, pick up incentive awards with your donations, enjoy food specials, music, raffles, chicks in very skimpy outfits, and the company of fellow bikers. And it's all to benefit the March of Dimes. For more information, call one 800 446-9255 extension 313 or log on to www.modimes.org People have been writing say, D, we want to sponsor you. That's really nice. Not sure exactly how to go about that effectively. So uh, call the March of Dimes or log on to www.modimes.org and find out how you can do that. Okay? Good cause. Good cause. Good cause. Alright, we're going to take a break. But for, we got to get traffic. Sagan's Evas is on the way. Is that right? Is it Sagan's Evas already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. There was some uh, controversy. I would definitely say that falls into the realm of controversy. Wouldn't you, Psycho Dan? I mean, uh, physical attack. There was physical violence last time. Yeah, I don't know if that's allowed, but my judges, Mudbone and Sean, weren't doing anything to hold it back. So, <laughs> you know, if that kind of controversy is going to break out, it's going to break out. However, or however, uh, yeah. however. Dark, <laughs> I tell you, there's going to be a little bit of re- revenge this week, uh, prize-wise, on Darkseid's <laughs> part. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to find Uh-oh. out. More controversy. More controversy. And we've got 104 Fest tickets to give away as well when we return. But right now, we need what Psycho... I don't say what Psycho does best, but what Psycho does well. And that is a traffic update. Psycho. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Tarsai's got a new music bed. Guess what band this is, Beth? I know, because I was pounding in my brain this morning when I was trying to look up stuff on the computer. It's my arch nemesis. <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> is this new Slipknot? Yeah, it's off the new uh, Iowa CD. Tarsai's very stoked about the new Slipknot. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. Hey, tomorrow on D-Side Radio, On the Road with Mudbone, the final installment. Summer's over. It's the last one for the summer. And uh, B.B. Buell, legendary grouping. The word is that um, Cameron Crowe, when he wrote Almost Famous, mm-hmm. kept a picture of B.B. in her prime groupy days with her top hat and tails or whatever she wore in the glam glitter days pinned above his computer on the wall that he was her muse she was his muse I should say for that whole character you know that he put together uh, for the movie oh for Penny Lane Penny Lane yeah with Baby Buell 
And uh, BB is Liv Tyler's mom. She has been with a lot of rock stars. I mean, significantly been mm-hmm. with a lot of rock stars from Elvis Costello to Jimmy Page to Rod Stewart, uh, Steven Tyler, who she had kids with, uh, Todd Rundgren, who she had, thinks she had kids with. So, yeah, she's been around. She's been around, and uh, she's got a book out. What's the book called? Rebel Heart? Is that the name of the book? Right. Yeah. So we're going to talk to her tomorrow. It's amazing. I mean, amazing that basically someone spreads their legs and they're a celebrity. Well, she also was a model. I guess yeah. that's how, well, <laughs> she's that's not, not really she, famous for that. That's not why she's famous. <laughs> that's not why she's famous. So I was looking at the pictures in a book, a lot of nude pictures, and she's definitely really hot. You can see why she made mm-hmm. it through the, you know, because a lot of girls want to get backstage, but, uh, you know, only the best of the best get to, to uh, tour, hang on the road with Jimmy Pages and the Rod Stewart's of the world, as you can imagine. So, uh, I do have some... Uh, oh, oh, I don't want to tell you. I want to tell you about 104 Fest. It's happening this Monday, September 3rd. People, tickets are... This thing's selling out. It always does. Don't get shut out. It's going to be a great day. It's Labor Day. Usually it's the beginning of the summer. Here we're finishing off the summer with 104 Fest. Of course, you know it's at the uh, Meadows. 25 bands for 25 bucks. And I hear it's going to be more like 29 bands, apparently. they got a lot more bands. Blink-182 is heading things up there. I know I'm going to be headed down. It's going to be a great time. Uh, tickets are available through all tickets.com locations. Meadows Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music. Charge by phone 203-265-1501 or purchase online at radio104.com. Now... All day today, starting at 10 a.m., every 15 minutes through to 11 p.m. tonight on Carlito's show, they'll be giving away a pair of tickets every 15 minutes. How many pairs of tickets is that? Lot. Can't even do the math. That's a mm-hmm. that's a lot. And I know you know, nobody told you <laughs> math was part of this show. I always look at Beth for the math questions. And she panics. <laughs> what you get? What's your math score on the SATs? If you don't mind me asking. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. It was fine. I, I always did really well in math until I got to college, and then it was kind of totally different math. <laughs> Freaked you out. <laughs> much, much more difficult. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, they're giving away a lot of tickets, and this is happening tomorrow as well from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. That's 13 hours every 15 minutes giving away a pair of 104 Fest tickets. So plenty of opportunities to win, and right now, we're giving away a pair of tickets. We don't give them away every 15 minutes, okay? Because it's too it's just too intrusive on the show. Give us a call at 860-666-4444, and you will be going to the show. We're going to be there. We're doing two autograph signing sessions at the Strawberries booth. A lot of the bands are signing autographs as well. And we're going to do two 45-minute sessions at different times of the day just to give you guys a chance to say hi, get an autograph photo, and then basically, you know, hook up. We like to meet the peeps, and it's a good opportunity to do so. Okay, got some reaction here. Uh, we've had like three days worth of computer problems. No, no I'm not going to overwhelm you, but some of these references are over the past few days, so we we'll understand that. Uh, got one here, still behind the music, lives on, it's still being played. Subject, did someone say poo-poo? Dear D and The Breakfast Club. Uh, watching VH1's Behind the Music, I've come to the conclusion that after the Red- after the Reading Festival... And the wonderful people at wavehound.com is that UD will most likely never go to a Chinese restaurant and order the poo-poo platter. 
That's from Sloshua in West Haven. Thank you, Sloshua. Just in case. Beth, my my recognition factor is like quadrupled. I'm sure. It's, <clears throat> I didn't, I mean, I, you know, always get recognized, but uh, I didn't realize, and I should have from the things, stupid things that Nick said to me, um, that most people still don't know what I look like today. You know, the, I'm not talking about here in Connecticut, you know, but in the rest of the country. So they still, so when I see my face with my current do, they kind of go, that guy looks familiar, you know, but they still, for some reason in their minds, just like Nick pictured for six months when I was here, that each day I would walk in <laughs> in the Stay Hungry costume. Um, hey, Jay from Wolkett won the tickets to 104 Fest. Wasn't that the guy who I mentioned on the Behind the Music when they did the in-studio stuff? I think so. Well, it's I possible said, Ray, that it's, there's more than one Jay from Wolkett, but I'll bet it's the same guy. Yeah, we haven't heard from that guy, because I even remember that guy, Jay from Wolkett, writing in and saying something like, I'm hey, I, I'm going to have my 15 minutes. I was while they were filming. I called in, and I, I wonder if his celebrities, you know, changed it all in this state. <laughs> so anyway, but now everybody really, I mean, because this show is so everywhere that uh, people know what I look like. And I got out of my car yesterday in a short walk. It was a half a block, and just every D Snyder, D Snyder, D Snyder. People coming up to him, going, "Oh crap! This is like really." Like almost old days, almost old days, old days were a little out of control. I'm going to handle it differently though, this time. <clears throat> Continuing on, I got a blank message there resent. Um, here's a letter says, uh, D, I was listening to the news today and heard Beth mention that the Waterbury mayor, whom is currently in prison, is getting half of his pay and all of his benefits. Have they lost tr track of the fact that this man is in federal custody because of child sex charges? Why are we still paying this man? Why are we still giving him benefits? Why don't we just start handing out money to all sex offenders in Connecticut? This makes me ill. That's from the D-man. Well, Beth, you want to answer that question? Of course, he maintains his innocence, and he has not been convicted of anything. you got to remember that. To I mean, keep that in perspective. Until he is convicted, you can't, you can't start acting as if he is guilty. I mean, I think you walk a dangerous line by even doing this, if it turns out that he... Isn't guilty of these charges, and as much as, line, as much as he looks like he's done some things that are bad, I, who's to say for sure yet? Right. And unfortunately, uh, I think their rationale is it makes it difficult for him to, to perform his duties effectively. But what he's saying allegations. is that he's being what? prevented. Obviously, Giordano says I'm being prevented from doing that. I'd love to be in City Hall doing my job, but. Yes. <clears throat> well, that's the answer to your question regarding the family feud. Mad Kidder writes, I'd just like to share my opinion on this morning's family feud questions with all of you. I must say that I have never been so morally confused, so unbelievably dumbfounded, so, well, out of adverbs and adjectives as I was this morning during the rifling off of those bizarre and demented questions. Yes, both. Would, <laughs> yes, no kidding. Uh, Max Asorian says, this week's Family Feud started off pretty good. I have to tell you that I don't mind thinking about the soft droplets slowly dripping down the length of the cold beer bottle in Beth's apartment. <clears throat> I think this week's Family Feud would be enough to cool her down, if nothing else. Tell Beth not to worry. Everyone had forgotten what they were thinking about her and the shower after they heard Darkseid's dripping mayonnaise from his giant man boobs. Yeah, good stuff. Maxis Orion, and uh, don't don't panic. 
Nicholas. Uh, and the last thing, and I've got to read this. It's a, it's, a, it's a little bit lengthy, but I think it's important, Beth. I think okay. it's important. Uh, regarding the Little League, the story we did yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, and the allegations against this um, this kid's name is Danny Almonte. Is yeah. that the, the young pitcher's name? Hello, d Radio gang. I have been a Little League secretary for a local Little League for the last five years. The duties of a secretary include registration and documentation of all the participants from age five and up. Our Little League has about 500 players. I have to check birth certificates and or verify ages of kids every year. Also, parents have signed forms indicating that all the information they provide is true. Now, I'm not reading the entire letter. He goes on to talk about how there's much discussion amongst the Little League and people involved as about this whole issue mm-hmm. of what's going on. And so he's got a lot of inside information. He says, Little League rules are very specific as to, among other things, age requirements, league boundaries, and date limitations to forming your all-star team. Any violation is grounds for disciplinary action. This can also come at any time. It can vary in severity depending on the nature of the infraction and the perceived intent. Quite honestly, Little League doesn't investigate random allegations, only those with substantial support. Case in point, a few years back, Taiwan won the Little League World Series. Not long after, allegations arose that Taiwan didn't organize their leagues in accordance with Little League directives. Taiwan was stripped of their title and suspended, I think, for five years. Wow. They were briefly reinstated, but it found that they they didn't change anything, so they were indefinitely suspended. I, I remember Taiwan winning, but I don't remember, Mm-mm. you know, hearing they were stripped of that. And it says, now my son is 12 and played on our all-star team. This is a very awkward age. The age cutoff is August 1st. Now, Nick, you worked with Little League, didn't you? Or was that a high yeah. school? Or- no, okay. I worked with high school, but I also did some stuff with Little League. <clears throat> what age group? Um, well, Little League is, no, normally players are 10 to 12. 5 to 12, okay. So you, they're so you worked. 9-year-olds, yeah. Right. Did you work with the tw- up to 12-year-olds? Yeah. I'm not making this dirty in any way, dark side. <laughs> I actually, because Nick can probably can verify this. Says, anyway, he says, um, the age cutoff is August 1st. This group of 12-year-olds range from kids who have turned 13 since August 1st, hence some 13-year-olds in the World Series, to some who barely turned 12 at the end of July. Mm-hmm. There are six-footers and there are four-foot-fivers. There are 200-pound boys and 85-pound boys. There are shavers, very few, mm-hmm. and those whose voices sound like they're seven. Like I said, it's a very awkward age. I was in Bristol at the regional championships to watch the Connecticut team. I walked next to these kids from the Bronx. I'm 6'2". There were kids from RP. What is RP? That's um, Rolando Polino. That's the little league team there. There were kids who were my height. There's kids from lots of other little leagues who are also 6'2". My son played in a game in another tournament where the pitcher was 6'2 and threw 70 to 75 mile per hour fastballs. Okay, so he's saying this is not totally unusual and exceptional. A 12-year-old in one month looks a lot different than a 12-year-old in 11 month. One thing that I guess is that, that is a question is that Almonte's birthday is April. Is it April? It would make him 12 years and four months. If I had to guess, I would have said he's closer to 12 and 13, blah, 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 blah. The allegations are that he's already 14 years old. So, and he talks about the fact that um, how it will affect him in the future. And they say if he didn't know, the kid didn't realize that he was doing something wrong, it won't affect him at all. As long as he didn't have knowledge. The people who knew knowingly, you know, did this and, and fudged the rules so he could play, they're the ones who are going to get in trouble. And, and it looks like if it's found out that the RP League and the state of New York might be, like, suspended 
for a while. They're, they're the ones who are going to suffer because of this. And just uh, is for the information, it says, one thing I take issue with, however, is how good is he really? I agree if, in fact, he's 12, that he is truly a phenomenon. If he's 14, he's an average pitcher, nothing more, and you'll never hear about him again. If he's throwing that kind of heat at, at 14, it's no biggie. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, it's pretty impressive still, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really impressive. Um, I mean, even high school pitchers, some of them aren't thrown in the mid-70s like he is. But, I mean, the th <laughs> I mean, high school pitchers are thrown from the 60 feet and 6 inches. This kid's thrown over 70 miles an hour from 46 feet. That's got to blow. Yeah. It's like I mean, someone standing on top of you. I'd be terrified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's even more amazing about how close he actually is to the hitters. Well, that's amazing that, that in that he's throwing 70 miles an hour. It's amazing that people are standing up there while he's throwing from that distance. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, apparently, there's one other issue that's going on, and that's that apparently teams are not supposed to have formed before June 1st. And it's looking like this team may have been together for a while and had played over 100 games. Oh, wow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, probably that, might, that might throw a polish on your team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're supposed to be June to July, August, it's three months of playing, okay? That, anyway, last thing he says, before someone handed out small American flags for the teams to wave, weren't the RP families in the bleachers waving big and small Dominican flags? I don't know. <laughs> I, for one, wouldn't have been real comfortable rooting for the RP team to represent the United States in the World Series. <laughs> it was more like a Dominican team out there. And that's from, it didn't sign his name. It's M. Melconian. So uh, he works with the Little League, and uh, there's some definite questions there. Well, there's right. more evidence today we'll talk about in the news that he may actually really be 14. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that, that changes everything, doesn't it? <laughs> I would have to say that changes everything. Now, Nick, don't panic. I'm not going to forget anything. Is Psycho Dan ready with traffic? Yes. Nice yes, yes. Psycho, why don't you give us a traffic update before we get into Saga Zivas? I just want to tell you that um, transportation for 104 Fest is being provided by Premier Limousine of East Hartford. And my family's coming up, Beth. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. And I may... I'll probably have to be there before they get there. So um, they're going to need to be transported to the event and I said wait a minute which limo company is handling this and they said why Premier Limousine of East Hartford I said oh okay because I'm not comfortable leaving the lives of my family members in just any limo company's hands but Premier Limousine I trust okay so thank you Premier Limousine for a fine service I look forward to riding with you this Labor Day to 104 Fest Clipped. All right, we got to get it to Sagan's Voss. Psycho Dan, are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's fire it up. And now, the Snyder Radio presents America's favorite game show. It's Sagan Zivas. Here he is, your host with the most, Psycho Dan. Okay, okay. Settle down, settle down. Good morning, Hartford. Welcome to my game show, Saga Zavas. Last week, as you were all listening in, of course, you heard the controversy. Nick won Dark Side Dad's voodoo doll, <laughs> proceeded to molest it, at which point Dark Side on D's 
I don't know. Prompting. Prompting came in here. Oh, wait a minute. Understandable. I was it. over the line. Uh, Molesting the doll? Hey, it's his doll. He won it. It represented Darkseid's father. You made that very clear. All right. Well, don't worry. I would worry. right through the glass. Don't worry, because this week, I wouldn't say it's nearly as close in resemblance as the the Darkseid, you know, <laughs> the Mr. Wallace voodoo doll. However... <gasps> I do have a Mr. Lentino voodoo doll. Uh, he's got the glasses, as you can see. That stomach doesn't get any bigger than that. <laughs> I Is that Buddha? It's, it's close to Buddha. I, I brought it to a Buddhist witch doctor yesterday, uh, and... He said, this is good to go, Nick. That thing has... This is your dad. That, it's that, a coconut. Yeah. It was made out of a coconut. <laughs> yeah. It's a coconut uh, with a face up. on it and a big coconut body. It look like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dad. Yes, it does. The pointy nose, the glasses, the big stomach. I'll admit, the long Rastafarian hair isn't quite your dad. <laughs> Back in the day, maybe. But, sure, you uh, used to have dreadlocks. It'll do. Did. Yeah, it'll do. Uh, so, dark side. I want that. I know that you would do. look so cool on my mantle. He's gonna put your dad on his mantle, Nick. That would look so cool on the head of his penis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the order for this week, we're gonna start with D, who uh, basically has no interest in the prize, <laughs> just like last week. However, it would be nice to take home Mr. Lentino. Then we'll go to dark side. Yeah, but then I see if I get it though. Then I can, I can, you know, say, well, who's, what are you going to give me for this, guys? Nick, you know, what are you going to do for this? Dark side, what are you going to do for this? And I can play it off of these two guys. So it's All got right. value to me. It has value. All right, good point. Uh, so we'll start off with UD, then Dark Side, then Beth, and then we'll go to Nick, last week's big winner. Nick, you're trying to save your dad here uh, and maybe give Mr. Wallace a playmate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, what happened to the voodoo doll? <laughs> Um, it's in the office. I think it's hanging off the coat rack or something like that. We've yeah. propped it up. Yesterday afternoon, though, we had some fun with it. Oh, and come on. It was bent over and uh, doing weird sexual things with its own nose. <laughs> Can we get the game anyway, started? Anyway, all right. It's huffing its own anus. Come yeah. on. Okay. Uh, Mr. Lentino doll is nowhere near as flexible. Yeah, I'll show you what he'll be huffing like. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the game. Uh, D, Darkseid, Beth, then Nick. Of course, you all have lifelines. If there's a listener out there that knows the answer, only if you know the answer, call in. And if you're right, we're going to give you a prize pack. I believe that's, that's how right. we do it. That's how we do it because we are the givers here at D. Snyder Radio. Okay, obviously, I'm just going to play you guys some clues. You guys will guess the questions that I ask some crackheads down in the park. Just kidding. All right, fire away that first clue for Mr. D. Snyder. Aren't those frozen tubes of sperm? Hmm. Frozen tubes of sperm. It's for you, dude. What is a spermsicle? No. <laughs> Fell into the trap. Dark side. Um. At this point, I have no clue, and there's no <laughs> lifeline, so I'm just gonna wing it and say Sean. Sean snack. <laughs> Sean snack. Man, that's funny. Yeah. She give you a point for being funny, but no, Beth. What is a pop-sickle? No. <laughs> Get it? Like a dad? Like I a got, pop? I got it. It's wrong. I was playing the game All right. well. <laughs> Nick. Uh, what is a fudge-sickle? <laughs> it's not a sickle of any kind. I'll give you guys All that right. clue. All right. Let's have another clue for D. 
Those are shorts worn by men who play volleyball. Shorts <laughs> worn by men <laughs> who play volleyball. Huh. Yes. What do you think? What is... Oh, 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 what is a Speedo? Oh, no, D. Dark side. Oh, I can't give you any hints, but that last clue was a pretty good one. Cool Mr. lots. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. <laughs> really? Cool lots, yes. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, one step closer to Mr. Lentino. Volleyball yeah. players hey. don't wear culottes. Did I of say course they not. The, the answers are not supposed to be <laughs> obvious. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry. Mr. Lentino, I'm getting those adoption papers ready. All right. Let's have a uh, another question, another clue for Ms. Lockwood. That is a notorious Mexican gang in California, and they're having a really hard time tracking them. A notorious Mexican gang in... They're having a difficult time tracking them. What is the uh, Speedy Gonzalez 5? <laughs> <laughs> creative, creative, no. Uh, Nick. <clears throat> um, I would say the uh, Jutos de <laughs> Californios. I don't know, man. <laughs> Good effort, Nick. Thanks, anyway. D. Who are the three amigos? <laughs> good good try, guess, good yeah. guess, good guess. Very Dave. good guess. It's wrong, but it's a good guess. Dark side? Um, um, gang in California, Mexican. Um, I don't know who's Eek. the Eek. Um, pitchers for the Red Sox. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, I want another clue for Beth. Isn't that what they called the New York Jets back in the 70s? Oh, what is the... Um, oh, uh -oh. They used to hang out with these guys. What is it? Who? Who is, you used to hang out no, with them? No, you did. Oh, What's I did. The, oh, oh, um, I don't know, like the fearsome foursome? Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's uh, wrong. Nick. Damn it, damn it. The Jets Come on, you're 70s. a sports buff. You know this. Nick. Just, I, uh, um... Damn. Uh, damn it! Your father's not going to go home with you. All right, D. What is the sack exchange? <laughs> no. That's what I thought it would be, too, D. That's, that's yeah, yeah, you were leading me there. Sack exchange. Just read an article about Mark Astonau, by the way. Mm -hmm. God, that's, that's sad. Yeah. Anyway, all right, dark side. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have anything? You're a big football buff. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Andy from Hamden. Oh, good, good idea. Good idea. All right. Mine too. I picked that call up there, Dark Side. All right, go ahead. Yo, um, Andy, how you doing, man? What's going on? You there to help Dark Side Dave win this Mr. Lentino Voodoo doll? Okay. Okay. What do you <laughs> What do you think the answer is? Uh, blue. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Can I get another try? No, no that's your last one. No, we used it. Hey, your Andy, hold on a second. Darkseid's having a, a kegger this weekend. He wants to invite you. Hold on a second, all right? <laughs> Dude, the guy just woke up or something. Oh, no, Darkseid, oh, you that's... spent your lifeline already. Flew. <laughs> <That's... laughs> <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even trying. All right, one more clue for Beth Lockwood. That's, That's an infection that will set in and uh, basically it festers and uh, uh -huh. starts eating away at your flesh. 
and sometimes it results in amputation of a limb. What is gangrene? Yeah, Beth. <laughs> oh. All right. Nice job, Beth. You know what? That guy, Andy, said blue was a color. Yeah, at least. yeah he yeah. was close. All right, I think was- we... <laughs> Had a point. Excellent. All right, so Darkside and Beth tied at one point. I think we got time to blow through one more question. Okay. So if you would, Darkside, play the first clue for Nick. You're really fat. You're really fat. This is an expression. You're really fat. You're really fat. This is an expression, Nick. Um, Popular phrase. Popular phrase. Uh, I'm going to go with just with lard ass. <laughs> no, a phrase. More, more than one word in there. Um, Popular D. phrase for you're really fat. Um. Wow, oh, damn! What's that dance from uh, Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> truffle shuffle. Doing doing the truffle shuffle. No. Oh. First, right. you gotta do the truffle shuffle. Dark side. Larger than life. Larger than life. Uh, you know you're close. Not worth. Sean, sit your ass down. It's not time for the truffle shuffle right now. <laughs> <laughs> you were close, dark side. What do you think, Beth? What is uh, dynamite? No. <laughs> dynamite. What? He said it's an expression. Really fat. Dynamite. All right. Oh, oh you go with the pH fat. Yeah. Oh. Well, I will throw you guys all a hint in saying that Beth was on the right track with yeah. that. Let's have another oh. clue for Nick. That means that you think you're the end of the world. You're you're it. You're the greatest. Your ego is bigger than everybody else's, and you just think that you're wonderful. All right. So this is right up D's alley. But yeah. Nick, you go first. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Come on, Nick. Hmm. Uh, you must have heard this at least once at the brickyard. Uh, oh, that's it. too long. D. What is God's gift? Oh. Good, no. good try. Good try. No. Dark side. You don't have a lifeline. What is it? The bomb? The bomb. Well, you're getting even closer. Beth. I'm going to go for a lifeline. Why not? Fair giveaway prize. Who do you bet. want? Who's been on there? Who came on most recently? Becca from Southern. I'll go with Becca. All right, Becca, how you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. Now there's a lot. This is a big game today because of the prize being a Mr. Lentino Lentino <laughs> Voodoo doll. So Becca, that's really covets that. Do you? Can you help her win a point? Sure. Okay. What do you think the answer is? Um, that you're cool. <laughs> You're cool. Man. No, Becca. Uh, nice you, Becca. try, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a voodoo doll for the listeners to win. You're going to get up a little bit. All right, Nick. Hmm. Oh, wait. We have one more clue, don't we? Yeah. I yeah, let's give clue. Nick another clue. Come it's on. fair. Let's go. Well, I'm a woman, and I don't know what a man likes, but he likes his bag of chips. <laughs> oh, that's it right there, Nick. <laughs> You don't know? Bag of chips. I don't know. The big... Oh, you... Kahunas. <laughs> what? Something. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I got you it. do oh, not want damn. to see Mr. Valentino no. going with you today. All right, D, take it. What is your all that in a bag of chips? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That Cabbage patch. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, who says got that? a point? Got we wrap a point. <laughs> got a point. Wrap up this first round. We still will come back with three questions <laughs> in the Blitzkrieg round. Nick, uh, you didn't get a point. D, Darkside, and Beth all scored in that first round. Mm-hmm. You have nothing. But You're the only one really defending your father's honor, too. <laughs> yeah. It's only a point. I'll come back. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Settle down. We do have the Blitzkrieg round when we come back. 
Okay, so stick around for more Sagan's Vas. This is D Snyder Radio, people. It's Radio 104. wondering the VH1 thing meeting went fabulously yesterday they love you baby yeah they love me they want to do a sitcom on my family my life I don't know how into it I am I mean it was originally my idea and I was originally I had a couple of deals previously with people to do it that didn't uh, come to fruition but now I'm not really into it which means it'll probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> New theory I've got here about, about how things work in this world. Hey, this Friday at the Sider Radio, it's going to be a nice, good day. Because we're going to be here to tell you what the hell's going on this weekend. You know, it's Labor Day weekend, people. I just say, well, what else is going on besides 104 Fest? We're here to tell you. Also, entertainment news every Friday. Beth Lockwood's got the latest from Hollywood and the entertainment world. So you'll have all that to tune into and more. Well, time to get back into the thick of things. Sagan's Avance is heating up. Let's do it. Psycho, where are we at? All right, D, right now, you have one point. Darkseid has a point. And even Beth has a point. Just kidding, Beth. That would make Nick pointless. That's right, D. It does make me pointless. Very comfortable in that <laughs> Yeah, I often feel that way. It's, yeah, it's your dad on the line. Now, you can see, Nick, I moved your dad even further, closer to Dark Side, <laughs> D, and Beth. In the other room, he's sitting on the ledge in the little window there. I see can I explain second. to the uh, listeners that, that there's a bit of controversy on these side of radio? Last week, there was a very large-nosed Mr. Wallace doll that was up for grabs. Nick mm-hmm. won it. And started to molest it, and and <laughs> Darcy snapped. I don't know what caused him to snap. <laughs> yeah, and he went nuts and like tore the limbs off it and everything, and freaked out. So this week, being ultimately a fair guy, Psycho Dan has developed a Mr. Lentino, Nick's dad, <laughs> uh, voodoo doll made out of a coconut. I couldn't find a mini that T-shirt to put on him. So. A little yeah. Okay. Let's play the game. <laughs> All right. That's what I like to hear, Nick. We're gonna start off with Dark Side because D took the last point. We got three questions. Then we'll blow through the Blitzkrieg round. Find out who the winner is. Listeners out there still got two lifelines open, D and Nick. So there's a listener out there that knows an answer. Only if you really think you know the answer, call in. If you're right, we'll give you a prize pack. Dark Side. Please, fire away the first clue for yourself. I think that's a medical term for people who have excessive gas. <laughs> right yeah. up your alley. Gastritis? <laughs> Is that a real thing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's wrong. Beth. It's flatulent. That's the best you can do, Beth. I'm sorry. It is with one clue. I'm, I apologize Fine. for my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. You hmm. take it right off the bat here? 
Uh, what is uh, dark side itis? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's wrong. D. Psycho, I'm going to go with what is lactose intolerant. You're a smart guy. You know, you're playing it smart. It was close, but not really. All right. Why don't we have another clue for your dark side? That's when one of the big power hitters in the Red Sox oh hits God. a blast over the green monster <laughs> and just jolts his arms around and intimidates the other team and makes them look stupid for giving up a home run. I'm going to be honest. If you know one of the power sluggers on the Red Sox team, it's going to help you out in this question. What do you think, Beth? Oh, no, it's to Dark Side, isn't it? Oh, that's right. I'm yeah, sorry, Dark well Side. Go, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dark Side. Uh, yeah. We don't have anything. No that's clue. okay. Beth. What is um Power Hitter? Red Sox. Yeah, I know, but nothing makes sense. A power Hitter. Psycho. All right. What's, what's what? Manny Ramirez-itis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Nick. You have, a, uh, you have a solid God. knowledge of sports. I'll give you that. You might know a little something about the Red Sox. Yeah. We've got uh, some gas. Some mm. heat. I think it's heat that we should be focusing on. Yeah. A Red so, Sox hitter. No one throws gas on the Red Sox. Uh, oh, no, you no, did. no. Um, you got something? No. All right, then. <laughs> D? Uh... Is there someone named Rodriguez on the team? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Last clue for you, Dark Side. That's in hell. That's where you go when you're bad. You go to hell. Yes. Hell. Going to hell. Uh, There's a person involved. Uh, the, uh, oh, that's the... Um, um, don't, oh. Nope, don't know. Man, I can't believe you, Beth. Come on. A power hitter, Beth, on the Red Sox. He hasn't been there that long. Who is... Came from the Colorado Rockies. Jeez, why don't you give her some more hits, you <laughs> freak? Just give the point. God. Um, who's that new guy? Yeah. Who's the new guy? Who's the new guy? He twirls his back. The new guy, the new guy. Uh. Oh, the Ness. No, I it's think we're in. No, Nick. I don't know. That uh, last clue, hell. Yeah, I know. Dante's in front of Dark side. I'm sorry. Ooh, Someone tied it all up. I could smell that's victory. a point. That's a point. Dante Bichette plays for the Red Sox. It's home runs. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh my <laughs> wow. god. Things are heating up here, Dark Side. It's all Beth, tied. You ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I feel good for Mr. Lentino. <laughs> You're getting married. You got a lot of wedding plans, Beth. You haven't followed them that closely. <laughs> it's understandable. All right. Let's just get right into the next question. It's the first clue. It's for D. Go ahead. <laughs> I believe it's used in nursing homes, and they use it to wipe up the potty toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, D. Use a nursing home to wipe up? What is... Depends. <laughs> hey, it's a good try. No. Dark side. What are the little handy naps there? The little handy napkins? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Um... What's an old hag? Ooh. <laughs> Nick. Uh, what is a dirty Sanchez? <laughs> what is a dirty Sanchez? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's have another clue for D. D and Nick both have lifelines left. He's a man that catches guys and hangs them from a tree because they're bad. I wish we still had him because I think the justice system is full of sh- What is a bounty hunter? Hunter? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. All right, D. Four points. Like a bounty I was going to say, what is dark, <laughs> at first I realized, I, I was going to say, what is Dark Side's do-rag? <laughs> and he used to clean up the toilets. and you know, But uh, no, but Bounty Hunter, that's the answer. Yeah! Oh. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Yeah, All right. Points. All right, don't worry. One more question. Wow, D is in good shape. He's got a lifeline. Nick, you got a lifeline, all yeah. right? One more question, and then we're going to move on to the Blitzkrieg round. So why don't we have the next clue for Dark Side? That means no sweat off my back. No sweat off someone's back. Uh, no sweat off. What is water off a duck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I've heard that. Never heard that. I had to take away a point, Beth. Um, what is, uh, there ain't no flies on me? Uh. <laughs> what, you want a chain gang? No. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Nick. God. Uh, we could play Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy in the background. Uh. Some shoe fly pie, Beth. <laughs> just trying to play the game, Snyder. Come on, Nick. Uh... Hey, Sarah, Sarah. Why don't you come over and join me, Dick? <laughs> 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 Get the Andrew sisters in here for an interview. <laughs> still alive. All right, D, can you come up with anything? It's no sweat off my back. Um, All right, no problem. All right, Dark Side, we're going to move on to the next clue for yourself. If you're reluctant to take it in the butt, you're not going to have any fun. What? Should have had a parental warning on that one. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no sweat off my back, taking it in the butt. Um, um, Come on. It's kind of a popular phrase. Um, something, my back against the wall. Uh, God, this sucks. You suck. <laughs> Beth, go ahead. What is, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> This might be your worst game. Ever I have had. a point. One. All right, Nick. Come on, Nick. Your dad. Hmm. What is uh sealing the deal? Uh-huh. No. That's wrong. D. I have no clue. I'm gonna take a shot with Matt from South Windsor. Come awesome. on, Matt. Matt, come on. Give me a point, dude. I really want this Mr. Lentino voodoo doll. Is it don't drop the soap? No. <laughs> a good try. A very good try. And a try. funny one. A funny one. All right. All right. Well, that Don't leaves, drop the soap. That leaves Nick with the last lifeline. Yes. Looking pretty good going into the Blitzkrieg round. Why don't we get the last clue for Dark Side? Well, you're lucky if you don't have pain. And you don't gain shit by getting pain. Because if you go to a doctor, all they do is give you a pill. And no matter what you say, they got some excuse to either operate or do something else and you're still in pain. Hmm. Oh. What? No pain, oh. no gain. Oh, oh Dark Side, you just... Oh, oh. Yeah, baby! Uh-oh, was that Dark Side's clue? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course it was. Oh, man, no pain, Sweet. no gain. Uh-oh. Nick, back to down a point to dark side, <sighs> and we start the Blitzkrieg round. Here I Blitzkrieg. go, Mr. Lentino. Alright. I'm not going to use any correct or wrong buzzers. I just want answers, and I want them fast, and I'm going to start with Beth, because you suck. How many digits are there in an American Express card number? 
Nine. No, Nick. Twelve. No, D. Seven. Nope. Dark side. Sixteen. Oh, dark side. You were close. Oh. It was fifteen. I'm moving oh. back to Beth. What color eyes did all the monkeys have? Brown. You asked that last week. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. What? Nick, <laughs> on STP's purple album, what radio hit was listed as track number four? Uh, Interstate Love Song. Oh, Nick gets two points. All oh. right. Moving on to D. What brand deodorant does Sean claim he wears? Oh, men in no, no, dark side? Speed stick. Yeah, dark side. <laughs> no, All right, moving true. on to Beth. <laughs> What's the largest letter in William Shakespeare's signature, Beth? Too late, Nick. What? Too late, <laughs> D. What was the question? What's the largest letter in William Shakespeare's signature? Dark side. W. Yeah. No, oh, my no, God. No, I got to no. move on to Beth. According to D. Snyder's Teenage Survival Guide, at what age did D have his first sexual gay experience? <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> Yeah! I did it! I did it! Oh, no! Sean, I'm going to need you to read me the score. (laughs) Psycho, you better get ready to give that doll right over to Darkseid with a score of four points. Come on in, Darkseid, and collect your prize. All right, right Nick and Dee both have the losing scores this week of two points apiece. I tried, Mr. Lentino. I tried to win the doll. All right, here comes Darkseid to claim his prize. Nick, look, he's... Oh, he's... Oh, uh, he just banged your dad. Oh, oh. oh That's just, not right. That's not right. He just that butt slammed Mr. Melodino. Dark side, Dave, that's wrong. Oh. Oh. You're going to oh, let him Nick, do that No, didn't Mr. Lentino. <laughs> Beth is steal... Oh, Beth tried to steal him. Oh. Hello, Mr. Lentino. Oh. I'm removing myself from this show. How are you doing? Show. Is there uh, a whole... Is there a hole in the bottom of that coconut? Well, no. Sorry. There will be. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even look... I mean, those are coconuts. It's a little bit of a stretch there. At least last week with the doll, you know, the, at least you were, the proportions were right, all right? If I didn't know, I wouldn't know that that was Mr. Lentino. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Would you have known that that was Mr. Wallace? Probably not. Well, the nose probably would have given it. Huge nose. The nose was the size of the head. Ooh. And your point is, yeah. uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> are you doing, Mr. Lentino? Yeah. Maintain, oh, maintain your cool. He's man. totally I'm fondling cool. him. All right, that's Sagan's boss. He just blew on his. Oh. Oh. So you do what you gotta do on there, man. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right, that was Sagan's boss for this week. There'll be another game next week. Very good, Psycho Dan. You know what? We gotta take a break. Coming back, news is next. Mm. Beth, do you have any idea what you're gonna talk about? Yeah, I'll tell you a little more about the controversy about the baby bomber and how old is he really. Also, some competition. From an unlikely person here in the radio world. More evidence that the antibacterial soap and other antibacterial products may be killing us all, like I said. Women confess to how much they lie to their mates. Another stupid world record has been broken. Guy had his testicles torn out. Also, I'll tell you from the world of entertainment about when friends might end. And also, an arrest for DWI. Oh, I've got... uh as you can imagine, tons of reaction to Nick running off at the mouth yesterday on uh, mentally challenged people and uh, what other people did he run off on? Somebody else, I forgot. As you can imagine, people reacted quite... Pregnant women. Yeah, pregnant women, that was there too. And uh, again, we're doing a backlog of email because of the server was down. So I got one in from Mikey Ramone 
uh, he uh, list of how many would it take. Remember that website we were mm -hmm. talking about? He put together his own list of how many would it takes for Nick. Some people in Nick's life that he might be interested in being with. So uh, we'll get into that as well. But before we take a break, let's get a traffic update from our game show host slash traffic reporter, Psycho Dan. We have a very special guest for you tonight. And now back to B. Snyder Radio. Hope you enjoy this. So stick around on Radio Radio, Nick and Sean back on the street. Friday, D. Friday. Friday. Okay, I want to make sure I didn't know which day, but it's coming. Been a, we didn't, I don't think you've been out the streets for a couple weeks now. Yeah, we haven't been, and we went out a little bit last week, got some stuff, but we're going to add more, a little bit more to our first report. It'll be good. People love it when you guys hit the streets and uncover the shame and whatever it is you have to be looking at at that time. There's always shame. There's a lot of shame out there. <laughs> Let me tell you about my Sea-Doo. It's awesome. All right? It's a 2001 GS2 Cedar. It's worth seven grand. It comes with a trailer. Why am I telling you the price? Because it could be yours. That's right. All summer long, people have been registering the Wind D. Snyder Sea-Doo. They've been registering at two locations, one at Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, and then Humphreys East in New Haven, where Radio 104 is every Thursday night from 10 to midnight, but you can register anytime that Humphreys is open. Humphreys East, that is. Let's fill out the little uh, card, stick it in the box, and on September 6th, which would be next Thursday? Yes. Next Thursday, we're going to have a drawing. We're going to pick out the name of one lucky listener. And that Sea-Doo will be yours. Know this. We only use it about eight times now. You know, with the family. It's tough to get everybody organized and stuff. So it's not like all beat up and stuff. It's And it's excellent. You can it ski behind it. Choice. You can boogie board behind it. You can drag your children and friends behind it. It's a, it's a party on a trailer. <laughs> so uh, I got it for the summer. Register now. Make it yours forever. Enough. Okay, we got some reaction here that I got to address here. Nick, of course, you can't go shooting off your mouth like you did yesterday and not expect some kind of feedback. Then again, I can't go shooting my mouth off either and expect some kind of feedback. Kind of this, this, uh, this stuff, email, definitely uh, is to all of us. This one here says, uh, D. I have to say, you completely missed the point of Sheila's email this morning in regards to using the term retard. Your point was that you don't say it to people who are actually mentally handicapped, so it's not the same. Tell me, would you ever use the N-word in normal context, even if a black person wasn't present? It's the same exact thing. Words make a difference no matter who the audience is. Try to be a little more sensitive. Thanks, Jenny in Waterbury. Retard. <laughs> Not Jenna, usually. Yes, for me. She's right. Uh, yes. Um, well, here's interesting. I think uh, she's right. Al Asscheeks uh, uh, has an interesting observation. It says, wanted to get Nick's back on his so-called diarrhea of the mouth. Uh, I think Nick was making a validated point. Wait a minute. This may not be the one, but we'll read this one anyway. Um, 
making a validated point but was having trouble expressing it. Basically, the N-word has become so taboo due to, to the time that has lapsed since society has been able to accept the African Americans were equals and deserve to be treated as such. Because homosexuality and mental retardation has only been understood by society in more recent years, it will take more time for words like faggot and retard to become completely unacceptable. Is that what you were trying to say, Nick? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, I he's sort of on the right track, but um, no. Uh, what I meant was, if I could say it really quick, I, I just was saying how racism is a real hot-button issue, I guess, in this country still. You know, Beth? Sure, you know? I'll agree with that. And, uh, you know, being retarded and stuff, that's not really a hot-button issue. You either are or you aren't, you know? it's like Homosexuality, I would think, is also a hot-button issue. Yeah, but I, I feel that that's the same. I don't feel... Uh, well, homosexuals, yes, they are discriminated against, but my point being is you look at someone and f right away you can tell if they're black or they're white. Don't you think white, you can look at someone and probably tell if that person's mentally yeah, challenged. Al, Al you, your letter was wasted because <laughs> he doesn't even know what he was saying. Yeah, you could tell that they're mentally challenged, but it's not like they were ever um, enslaved or anything like that. I mean, they were put in those... Kill that retard. They were put in those yeah. rooms with the pads He's doing it stuff, again. He's doing kill it that again. retard. And they were right. seclusion and stuff. Continuing on, here's an interesting <laughs> observation. Helmets. So that wasn't that bad. We get the idea. It's paradise. I think, I think this is an interesting yeah, lobotomy. Paradise. <laughs> Good Everybody stuff. gets their own helmet. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're gonna need your own yeah, helmet. Yeah, no kidding. Just to get to your car in the morning. Uh, we, uh, I think that this is an interesting observation. Okay, and uh, don't know it's fact, but it is. Well, it is fact. But it's, a, it's an interesting observation. Dee, I was listening to one of your callers complaining about the usage of retard and using the N and S words as examples as why retard shouldn't be used. Well, got me thinking. If I said the following four words, spick, packy, chink, jap, nip, what would your first reaction be? More than likely that they are derogatory names for races of people. Right, Beth? Yes. <clears throat> okay. But all that has happened is that the name of the English word for the country has been shortened and maybe a letter added. China, chink, Pakistani, Pakistan, Paki, Hispanic is where they got spick from, Japan, Jap, and Nippon is, is uh, the Japanese word for Japan. That's where nip comes from, okay? Now, if I said Brit, Aussie, Greek, Dane, Finn, Swede, what would you think? You probably just think that they're all words for people from Britain, Australia, Greece, Denmark, Finland, or Sweden. But essentially, it's the same thing. The English word for the name of the country has been shortened and maybe a letter or two added. Britain, Brit, Australia, Aussie, etc. So why, if the person comes from a predominantly white country, is it not considered racist or derogatory, but if they come from a mostly non-white country, it is? Well, I think I'm it's... a UK kid. I think it's how the name came to be. I mean, Jap, for instance, was used in a really derogatory way, especially during World War II. It wasn't I, like they came about it just to shorten it. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. He's, he's right about this, is that it was just a shortened version of Japanese. There, he's a Jap. But because we viewed that as being a negative thing, it became considered 
you know, because it was it, because we considered Japanese being negative during World War II, that's why it became a negative thing to say. But when those words are used, they're used in a negative way. All of those shortened versions he was talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, how, why do they become? They're viewed as negative because there's negativity towards the people we're, we're talking about. Right? He's, he's saying, right? That's what you're saying. The people who are using this, those names are, is because they view it as a negative. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a packy, that's if they say oh, it's a packy, then the people saying it are viewing it as negative, so it becomes of a negative connotation. Right. But it's actually just a shortening of the name of the country, much the same as Brit is. But because we don't really have a negative connotation towards British people, you say he's a Brit, it's no big deal. But because the people saying it feel negatively about the country, it becomes negative, has a negative meaning. So I st but I still don't understand his, his point, which is his why does that happen? <clears throat> Well, his point is, it's, no, it's observational, actually. Okay. It's just that it seems that the countries that are predominantly white countries, it's not that it was short in the name and there's no negative thing, but with the non-white countries, there's a negativity towards some of them, I guess, from the people who are talking about them. So the name itself, a Jap, which was just like Brit. He's a Brit, he's a Jap. It's just a shortening of the name, but it became negative because people viewed it as negative. Right, which is what I was II. saying. Yeah, but he's just, he's just saying that the word, it isn't the words here, it's the intent. Right. And what became the intent. I don't think originally when kids started saying, oh, he's a Brit or he's a Jap, that it was negative, that it was just a way of saying the name sh in a shortened fashion. I don't know, I, I couldn't say. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, <laughs> Kelly from Coventry says, aren't Japs Jewish American princesses? That's a different Jap. That's a different Jap. Um... John Mike thinks that we should have a, uh, because, you know, people are sometimes upset by our, our intent and things like that, that we should have a, a dictionary for D. Snyder Radio online that we tell people just to reference and they would explain our intent and, and give the sort of the background mm -hmm. on, on what we mean when we say certain things so people wouldn't be upset. Faggot, that was something said by C.C. DeVille when referring to himself on a program that he appeared on live on D. Snyder Radio. Uh, Helene, I think it's Helene from South Windsor, thanks me for parenting advice. She said she used the bit with her, with her kid about cursing. Well, that, you know, why can't I curse? Because mm -hmm. you're not old enough to drive. You're not old enough to drink. Well, you know, that's something I'm old enough to do because, uh, you know, I'm a, when you're old enough to do that, you can curse. And the kid was like, okay, cool, I can deal with it. And the last letter is about the website, How Many Would It Take? Mm-hmm. Was that how many would it take dot com? Yes. Okay. And basically, on this website, there are pictures put up there um, of different, I mean, of just average people, correct, Darkside? You always spend some time on there. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's almost like hotornot.com. They just put up right. the pictures and you judge them. And how many beers or drinks would it take to have sex with this person? Is it all females or is it males and females? No, you can do both. Okay. Well, um, uh, Mikey Ramon took some time to put together a list for Nick of how many would it take. Troy Aikman, sober. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Deion Sanders, six beers. <laughs> Michael Irvin, three beers. Stephen Piercy of Rat, sober. <laughs> Not surprising. Liberace, sober. Charles Nelson Riley, <laughs> sober. What? 
Estelle Getty. Who is that? She's Sophia from the Golden Girls. Oh, oh he's Sophia from the Sober. <laughs> she's a hottie. I would, I would do her. Back in the day? Oh. Mother Teresa, no. sober. And oh, that's the, just wrong. Uh, the highest, the highest was it? Todd Thomas, 12 beers. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> at least it's 12 pack. <laughs> At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would be interesting. <laughs> all right, all right. I, <laughs> I'm not going to take any phone calls. John from the Tuck's on there and Becky from Dog and Tuck. Um, I want to talk about this subject anymore. Right now, they're calling about the name thing, but um, email me. Maybe we'll get into it tomorrow a little bit. I mean, it's just right if now, it's got a negative connotation, it has a negative connotation. How it got that way, you know, people don't want you to use it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess if. The N-word was a, a self-invented phrase by the African-American community and that, had a, that, you know, that was their word of choice. It would have no negative connotation. Mm -hmm. It's the intent, I guess, behind the word. Right. And that's kind of, but that's kind of what we're saying, isn't it? I mean, it, that's what I'm saying is that there's no intent here, except with Nick sometimes, but there's no intent on our part. You know, when we when Darkseid hits the retard button and he's, you know, he's lashing out at Nick or something like that. It's not intent to... Retard. Uh, ...to uh, offend the people who are mentally handicapped or challenged mm -hmm. in any way. And I know the argument is, but it's still hurtful to people, so... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I can... I'm, I'm, I'm more PC than most. I don't know if I could be that PC. Uh, all right. I think it's time for the news. Beth Lockwood, mm -hmm. let's do it. An attorney for jailed Waterbury Mayor Philip Giordano has signed the settlement that strips Giordano of his power. Under that deal, the mayor will keep his title, health insurance, and half of his salary. In return, he relinquishes all official powers and will not return to City Hall. Giordano, of course, remains in jail on federal sex charges. How long does he keep his title? He uh, has already said he's not running, so his term is up at the end of this year. Oh, okay, so it would be until the end of his term, yeah. unless, of course, between now and then he's found guilty, which is highly doubtful, then, right? Yeah, and then maybe they do something else, so. Yeah, okay. The State Department of Motor Vehicles will be offering driver's licenses that won't have to be renewed for six years. Starting in September, the DMV will begin issuing six-year licenses by random to more than half of motorists renewing their licenses. Awesome. The rest of the drivers will receive the usual four-year license, but the entire phase-in should be complete by 2005. It's a lot more pressure to take a good picture, though. You have to have it for six years instead of four. Yeah, but don't they have the computerized thing now where you can check out your photo? Yeah, which is nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. uh, that really helps a lot. How do you like that one? That's a kinder, gentler right. motor vehicles. Um, in New York, it's five years. Oh, wow. It's been five years for a while. Ours has always been four. Yeah. I mean... What, just the idea, Dark Side, you just two more years or a uh, 50% longer period before you have to go and renew, which is exciting to you? Yeah, I just looked at my license. I got to renew it at the end of this year, so I'm not looking forward to it because I spent too much time in the DMV already this year. You can go to AAA. Are you a AAA member? No. Oh. Yeah, ah, I thought about see. that. Go. Going, oh, you AAA man, member? Of course. <laughs> Sister, what's up? <laughs> hey. It's a really hey. good thing. Oh, yeah. I've been a AAA member for years now. Mm -hmm. I'm getting one of those things where you've got like decade stickers, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. When we when I went full. to Florida last year, m my mom and I, we saved almost 300 something dollars on our hotel just because we're AAA members. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. You get a discount Everywhere. on car rentals. Yeah, all kinds of special Movie things. Movie tickets. Plus, you know, like if, a once a year, <laughs> if once a year you need a jump, yep. a can of gas, or a flat tire on the side of the highway somewhere, if it happens once a year, it's, it's well paid for itself, mm. besides all the discounts you get. Yep. Is that six-year thing for seniors, too? Well, they don't retest them here, so I assume it is. See, then that sucks. Yeah. Maybe Estelle Getty could be driving around <laughs> in this state for six, six more years. years. Yeah, she, exactly. she could start at 70 and wind up at 76. It's brutal. <laughs> Senator John McCain will be having surgery in Phoenix to treat a benign enlargement of the prostate. Former Republican candidate for president had surgery last August to remove melanoma. His doctor, though, says... Since then, they haven't found any further signs of cancer. So that's good. Melanoma. He hasn't looked too good, though. He had, no. I mean, I, understandably. And when I say look so good, I don't mean, like, he's not an attractive man. <laughs> uh, not that he is. Uh, but since that melanoma thing, it just he doesn't seem as upbeat and uh, full of energy. Mm -hmm. He seems kind of a little bit beaten up. Yep. I think, I think he's had a tough time with it. Mm -hmm. They're saying there's no more, but has he, been, has he been going for chemo and stuff like that? I know he had a whole, a pretty big portion taken off. I'm sure he had some follow-up treatment. I think he had the more serious form of skin cancer. Yeah, he had like a, a, a big deal going on yeah. the side it's of his head. Puma. Yeah, it was. No kidding. Definitely Okay, was. and now he's got the prostate action going on? Yeah, but it's benign, so that's good. So for some reason, it's just enlarged. Oh, yeah, speaking of good. I got a new doctor. Yeah. Well, Dr. Vinny Goomba. No, I, I now had a new doctor, and, and I went for my physical. And, uh, you know, going through the whole physical thing and what have you, and we get to the end, and and uh, he goes, okay. He goes, uh, we're done. I said, no digital exam? <laughs> and he says, no, because uh, th those things are really... I was curious what Doc B had to say about that. He says, those things are, are really, like, overrated. He says, and by, you know, by talking with you, discussing the things that are going on, he says, you recently had this other kind of test, blah, blah, blah. But he pointed out that basically, as a concept, since the prostate, say, is the size of your fist, and you reach in there, Nick, remember, and Doc B feeling around? Mm -hmm. And he said, they're only able to feel like if it was a baseball bath. Mm -hmm. And you were able to just, all you could do is rub one side of it a little bit. You get, like, a couple of square inches. So how do you check it then if you don't use the digital well, he says, exam? He says, really, for Caucasian males, it is a PS... Not mm -hmm. PSATs, that's the pre-SAT. It's a, yeah, some test, some blood test you right. do at like 50. And I've already had one of those actually just for the hell of it like last year. That was, that was the duty smear thing. Uh. So I didn't have to do that either. And uh, he said, you know, basically... By hearing different, you know, seeing different things, they can test, get enough information. They don't have to do it because it really doesn't tell you much. Well, that's great news. I was trying to, and I, I pushed him a little bit on it, but I was very uncomfortable because I said, I don't want to seem like I'm very like, like, gee, disappointed. Like, no I am prostate. disappointed. <laughs> you sure you don't want to shove your finger in my butt? We found everything you got and do <laughs> it the, in the butt. At the same time, I, but I've gotten them for, for five years so far, and since I was 40, and my last doctor did it routinely, you know, and look at Doc B's doing them all the time. And basically, this guy was a younger doctor. I, he was, I guess, in his 30s, and he was like, it's really, like, basically considered to be almost, like, useless. Hmm. It's past it doesn't really, It doesn't really give you 
a clear uh, indication of what's going on in there. So I'm like, well, cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. Not that I wanted you to put your finger in my butt or anything like that. But So Nick, that you may never have to do that again. Oh, that sucks. You may never <laughs> have to get your prostate tickled. <laughs> it does tickle. I don't know how most guys just sit there. Because it doesn't tickle. Oh my God. Yes, it does. It's insane what's going on there. And he's like... You know, moving his finger and feeling around, you know, like a head of vagina or something. Nicholas. Oh. Nicholas. Well, no, I, that's the way it is. Like, he's trying to stimulate something, you it know? It was a medical exam. I know it was a medical exam, but the fact was his finger was wiggling around in there. It tickles. Well, it can stimulate something, you know. Yeah. It could have... How uncomfortable would that have been for <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> if Nick <if> climaxed. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Breaks out a couple cigarettes. Was <laughs> it <laughs> good for you? <laughs> hey, okay, we need a traffic oh. update from Psycho Dan Psycho. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Amica Insurance Auto Home Life Integrity. Traveling on 84 East, steady traffic from exit 43 now leading up to exit 46. 84 West, slow going from the Governor Street exit all the way up to the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, a little bit of steady traffic uh, just after exit 35 A and B leading into downtown. 91 North, police are looking for a reported crash out by exit 38, so watch out for that. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 4 leading up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven is the same, slow going from exit 4 leading into downtown New Haven. 95 South, Still going pretty much from exit 54 leading all the way up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 is still busy traveling through Waterbury. At 817, I'm Psycho Dale at this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Well, according to a story in today's New York Daily News, 14 years ago, the mother of Danny Monte gave birth to a six-pound boy at a small-town hospital in the Dominican Republic. Was his name Daniel Almonte? That's what it's looking like. Oh! According to the hospital administrator, Almonte is 14 years old, not 12, as had been claimed, and as it would have qualified him to play in the Little League World Series. The father is still claiming that his son was born in 1989 and not in 1987, but the investigation is continuing, and if it is found that he is 14 and not 12, they would be forced, his team would be forced to to forfeit their last win. Doesn't that suck? And they could lose their charter. Doesn't that suck? You know, if somebody knowingly does that stuff, you know, it, I'm, that's just scummy. Mm -hmm. Making your kid look better at the expense of all the other kids, making all the other kids look worse. You dick! That's that's what it is. It is the ultimate display of selfishness. I want my kid to look incredible, and everybody else, I don't care if everybody else looks like crap. I suppose that we had that guy who called in yesterday who said it's sort of epidemic in a lot of countries that they do this kind of thing, and I guess maybe the flip it's a side setup. is, you're living in the Dominican Republic, you're a few blocks away from Haiti, Times are never anything but tough. And you see the way out as 
I mean, your kid be a really good baseball player. I, I don't know. I think you're right. It's very wrong to do it and usually doesn't have good consequences. But, but you say, I want my... Did they draft this kid out of the Dominican Republic to play on the team in the Bronx? Or he was over here? I don't know, because most of them, I don't think, speak English. So I don't think they've been here very long. No, they don't. But they're living in the Bronx, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're living in the Bronx. It's, it's not, not really, like they're what being... What are saying? It's not really a problem there. No, well, they're not being... You speak being, English there, it's a problem. Well, no, they're not being shipped in before, you know, they have selections for the all-star teams in the Bronx. I mean, these kids are from the Bronx. They're living there. They've played a full season with the team and everything like that. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So what you're saying is... No, they're not being brought in as ringers. Right. They're there, and they're being drawn from the, sh- the people who are already living there. So they're already living in this mm-hmm. country. But, but I mean, that's just, you know what? I, I see that on the sidelines. People, I know it's one thing you want your kid, the best for your kid and whatever. But, you know, let them do it fairly. Sure. My kid sounds like a decent baseball player anyway. When, yeah. At four, you know, at 14, he's throwing, yesterday we talked to... Uh, Straw. That was the guy's nickname, actually. He wrote a letter to me. And uh, and he said that kid was throwing close to 80 miles an hour. He's going to play. Mm-hmm. Let him win fairly. That cheating sucks. Well, a major radio syndicator, no word on which one, is reportedly offering former President Bill Clinton a daily program aimed at talk stations. Word is the syndicator is quietly looking for affiliates about clearing a daily time slot for a Clinton show. They don't think it'll be a traditional full-length TV or phone-in talk show, rather, but something short-form like a daily commentary feature or an interview type show. They're offering it to him or are they discussing it with him? I guess they're offering and discussing with stations to pick it up. Is he considering it? Is he, I mean, is this something that's, he's saying, yeah, if you get me stations to do it, I'll do it or what? He might be, I don't know. I don't have word on what his reply will be or has been, but yeah. be interesting. You know, this this whole lying to to get ahead or whatever, I mean, it's rampant everywhere. Yeah, you know, I mean, you see it in the business place too. Sean, we went and hired him. He said he was a 19-year-old blonde chick with 44 <laughs> double Ds. Shit. And then he walks in. We're like, what's up with that? That looked better. And then he starts screaming, sexual discrimination, sexual discrimination. (laughs) So we had to give him the job. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Well, an Australian researcher is warning that a chemical used in antibacterial household products could actually help germs develop resistance to antibiotics. Mr. Unclean. This is what I've been saying. This researcher says the use of triclosan in cleaning materials is dangerous and is nonsense. And he says that using soap and other detergents are just as beneficial. Research here in the United States and also in Sweden have also cast out on the safety of using this chemical. This professor says manufacturers are marketing on fear because people are frightened of germs that they can't see. Also last year, a Swedish study found triclosan in the breast milk of three out of five lactating women tested. Wait a minute. Could you... I'm unclear. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is that there are germs in the cleaning fluids, so as you're cleaning, you're Mm -hmm. actually infecting Mm -hmm. your kitchen? Mm -hmm. No, No, this chemical apparently helps germs develop resistance to antibiotics. Oh. You know? 
Okay. They become more. They be, this causes them to develop resistances to to antibiotics in general. You know, which is what I've been. T- this is why I've said for a long time I don't use any of this antibacterial stuff. It's oh oh, oh yeah, these antibacterial yeah. soaps and things like that. I'll tell you what. You know what, Nick? I think uh, your mom would agree with me. There are some old school cleaning techniques. There's books out there of the, you know what cleans vinegar, bleach. Old school stuff. Ammonia. Does the job. Ammonia, right? Is that what your mom used? Old school. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. There's newfangled products. It's stuff, old school stuff out there that takes care of business, gets the job done. Is your mom's house clean? Uh, Yeah, always been right. clean. Very clean. Right. My mom's house was clean. My grandma's house, spick and span. You think they were using spick and span? Actually, they were. That's an old school one. Uh, I think they were using some of this new phony baloney stuff. No. Yeah. All the old stuff. So you could eat off their counters. We often, well, of course, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you could eat off those plates. No, sir, it's, it's, it's not surprising. People are overly clean. Not overly clean. They're overly fanatical about all these germs. And look what it's doing. It's backfiring our faces now. Right, and they say this is a lot of the reason why kids start to develop asthma and they can't fight off colds and other things as well is because they're their bodies have been pampered by this stuff, and They've the germs no become resistance. more exactly. and more invasive, and we're all dying because of it. So stop using it. Why Julie, I don't, wash, <laughs> don't wash my hands after See? I go to the bathroom. You're a wise this is man. Why. Wise trying to help you people. I want to help you people. <laughs> you make me. We gotta take a break, Beth. Oh, okay. We gotta come back with more news. Yes, we will. All right, so don't go anywhere, people. It's D Snyder Radio. This is what it's all about. It is Radio 104. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 1. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to a good start. Radio 104. More slipknot for you, Beth. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, hey. Be sure to tune in to every air shift on, D- on uh, Radio 104. Not that you don't do that every day already. For fine things like Will Cow's Old School 104 at noon, Chaz's 420 Brownie Mix, and the 6 o'clock news, two new songs back to back, the best new music first. Or Carlito's show with eight most requested songs at eight, Mandatory Metallica 10, Pick a Position, Thongs Across Columbus. Rages on. I bet they even give away a slice of pizza every now and then. If they have any extra. <laughs> uh, but today and tomorrow, every 15 minutes, starting at 10 a.m. and going to 11 p.m. tonight, they're going to give away a pair of 104 Fest tickets. Okay? So, I mean, that's 13 hours times four. Oh my God, Beth, that's 52 pairs. 52 pairs yesterday, 52 pairs today. Is my math correct, Darkside? Um, probably. <laughs> another another genius. <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow, another 52 pairs. That's 156 pairs in three days. Oh, in three days, right. So you got a good shot at winning if you stay listening. To Radio 104 all day long and work it. Work those phones. Work it, people. And by the way, speaking of 104 Fest, transportation is being provided by Premier Limo of East Hartford. 
So I assume that besides myself and my family, who only ride with Premier Limousine, by the way, um, that other some of the artists as well will be transported by Premier Limousine. Yeah, some of the people involved in 104 Festival will be all be transported by Premier Limo. Yeah, they are the limo of choice. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Premier Limousine of East Hartford. All right, Beth, let's get back into the news. What's going on? Well, an interesting study, lots of results. A new British study showed a quarter of women there said they would try to conceive without their partner's consent if they wanted a baby. This was part of the Scruples and Lies survey that found modern women, at least in Britain, are willing to lie about everything from contraception to the size of their bank balances. Oh, that's not right. Whether it's wow. small lies or serious lies, 94% of the 5,000 respondents confess to lying on a regular basis, and 48% say they lie on a daily basis. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Gee, that's, um, that's surprising. Are we men? We never lie. I know. We're so terrible. The vast majority, 84% said they could lie with a clear conscience, and many justify it as a means of sparing other people's feelings. Liar! Which is a crock. It's to protect yourself, usually. I don't know if that's necessarily true, Beth. I disagree. A lot of times. I disagree. There are, you know, the white lies, the little lies that make life go a little smoother. Okay, I mean, I, and and I mean, you know, within reason. I, I think that's just part of life. Little little lies. The lies in relationships. What I'm talking about are usually yes. to protect yourself. Usually. We, yeah. Where but it's were you last night at the library? I mean, that's, that's not to protect somebody lie. else. That's a major lie. But they're saying, you know, that they, they daily, they lie, but they're talking about little things. Well, how do you look? How do I look? You look nice. That's right, what you right, mean. Right. All right. I'll I mean, agree on that one. That's, there are little lies. You ever see the movie Liar, Liar? Yes. Jim Carrey? If you're totally honest, you're, it'll be very destructive. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you know, when they're asking these people to, on, to be honest, unless they're lying, <laughs> do they lie? You know, if you had to say, say, well, probably every day. Right. You conjure up something, you know, someone says, yeah, how you doing? And you say, oh, great. And you may not be great, but they don't want to hear you say, well, actually, I'm a little feverish. And I've been noticing the discharge. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. We should try. We should all try to have one day where we should pick a day where we tell the complete truth all day. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't want to. interesting I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to hear you. think? I want you to lie to me. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, how'd you like my behind the music? I thought it was great. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> I don't need the truth. <laughs> I don't need the the brutal truth. Or well, I thought it was great, but and then you know you, get, you don't want to hear that. All right. You know, I mean, actually, I do. I mean, that's a bad example. I made that as a joke. I mean, actually, from from someone close to me, like yourself, mm -hmm. whose opinion I respect. From Joe Blow on the street, I don't want to hear like you know the brutal truth. Just give me generalizations. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, God. I mean, <laughs> I can't believe a message that yeah. nature sent through. <laughs> says, I'm not going to read it. So, <laughs> now I have to see. Whenever I do that, I got to read I know. it. It says, Michelle lies to Darcy every day when she says he doesn't look mentally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does he ask her that every morning before I leave the house? <laughs> <laughs> do these jeans look good and do I look mentally challenged? Well, come but on. Seriously. I mean, seriously. I've said this. 
time and time again about Dark Side, and I mean, I'm not going to tell the kid he looks good. You know, I'm not going to. I'll admit, I agree with your philosophy in that white lies make the day go by more smoothly. Or even, or even like you know, modified truths. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm putting on weight, and I'm like, I'm just making me nuts. You know that I am, and 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 I look at it, and I just and I say, ah, oh, God, I look horrible. I don't want Suzette to say, yes, you look horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want her to say, oh, you just felt, you know, change at all. Yeah, that's bull. But I, you know, as I'm, I'm, I like her to say when she just says, hey, you put on a couple, but you look good. You know, like he's run his ass around the block. A few you know, times. don't get, don't be. And Dark says, this is Michelle, is my ball spot getting bigger <laughs> he knows it's there he doesn't want to hear my god it's erupting what's it saying don't, hey, don't, uh, don't shine hey. it in my eyes <laughs> maybe a little but he doesn't even notice it that's what he wants to mm-hmm. hear right that's it you don't want a brutal truth yeah <laughs> nobody wants brutal <laughs> truths well don't ask those kinds of questions then <laughs> Well, I say, you know, how big are my man boobs? <laughs> a, sell him A, Kyle. Why are you coming after me? I gotta deal with Nick, now I gotta deal with you? A full A cup, tops. Yeah. Tops, I just want to hear C's. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Generous C cup. <laughs> so this sur- survey also asked women, what would get you to leave your partner if you found out certain things? And here are some of the results. 53% said they would stay if they found out that their mate had been dressing in their clothes, the woman's clothing. 53% said they'd stick around. That's good. 59% said they'd stay if they found out he robbed a bank. I think I'd be more willing to stay for the cross-dressing than the bank robbing. Um, 80% said they'd stay if there was a noticeable drop in libido from the man, which can happen with age. Um, Not to relatively young people like yourself, Dave. Thank you. Um, They also, 79% said they'd stay if they discovered a secret stockpile of dirty movies. (laughs) Sean. I don't hide them. (laughs) It's no Um, secret. They're alphabetized. Dewey Decimal System. That's a real sweetheart. On the shelves. 52% said they would stay if the partner whispered the name of a former girlfriend during relations. Oh, that's, uh, that's a true. rough one. Come on. That's, that's a rough, rough one. Oof. Yeah, the only other name I want to hear mentioned when I'm having sex with my wife is God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, oh, God, or my God, or you God, that was good. God. You are a God. That's acceptable. Maybe even a Jesus. Other than that, I don't want to hear any other guys' names. Bad news for you, Sean. Uh, 51% of the women said they would leave if the band developed nasty body odor. Really? <laughs> uh, really? Well, that doesn't include me. Six out of ten would dump the partner if he had a one-night stand with another woman. 82% if he had a one-night stand with another man. Hmm. Man's worse. Right. Yes. Yeah, well, I imagine man's worse. But we discussed this earlier that uh, Suzette has always said that she'd rather hear that. That I had, you know, that mm-hmm. I had cheated on her with another man than with another woman. <laughs> she didn't say whether she'd stay or not. She, mm-hmm. But she, I think she would leave in either uh, in either event, but she'd feel better. I'm with her that, on that. Yeah, that if it was a man, mm-hmm. well, basically, I don't got the right tools right. here. I can't I offer you that, you know. Yeah, so she could live with that, but they would leave. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, two Japanese people are world record holders. They have spent 35 and a half hours going backward on a roller coaster. Guinness World Records looking into the claim. They were the only survivors from 22 people who took part in the challenge at an amusement park. One 17-year-old said, It's a great feeling. I could have gone for hours longer. Officials had hoped to wait until there was just one contestant left, but they did declare two people the winners, and they both win cars. And a spot in Guinness, hopefully. There you go. Going backwards. They have very different music on their roller coasters than we have here in the States. <laughs> it's not as exciting. We usually have like some metal song or something. They've got kind of this stuff going on. Well, tough day for a guy in Canada whose testicles were ripped off during a fight with his girlfriend. Wait a minute. That wasn't what was tough? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the punchline right there? He had his testicles ripped off? That was why his day was bad, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty bad day. Yeah, it doesn't get much worse. Yo, bro, you got a Band-Aid? Uh, <laughs> they were taken to the hospital for surgery, attempting to have them put back on. They don't know if they'll be successful yet. The woman is charged with aggravated assault. He had been celebrating his 46th birthday, and then when he returned home, his girlfriend and he got into an argument, very heated, obviously, during which she got a hold of the testicles and yanked so hard she tore them from the scrotum. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Last, the officer who spoke to the press heard was that he was at the hospital waiting to have them reattached, they hoped, and he also said that... Injuries like this are quite rare, at least in Canada. They don't see this very often. He said, it must have been one hell of a tug. I've heard of the slicing off, but I've never heard of the pulling off of the testicles in 50 years on the force. Well, it felt a bit drafty. uh, Apparently, he doesn't know people that I know. Mako's girlfriend tried to tear his sack off. My best friend Mako. Wow. Yeah, she she had a uh, he had a near near sack experience uh, with his girlfriend. They she say was, that's what she should go for. She got his pants. This was in a public place. Oh my God. So they he dates a, he dates types brawl. like himself, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to keep up with uh, a psychotic other than another psychotic, and uh, she had his pants open, and she, he said she had them in a grip. And she was trying to rip them off. They were bleeding. Oof. Aww. She went nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. She went nuts. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I, could, I was like, oh, my, you're kidding. I'm talking to him on the phone. He goes, oh, man, it was, unbel- it was insane. That had to be the most painful thing he's ever experienced. It was, she, he just couldn't get, get her off them, you know? She had a grip, he said. Did they break up right then, I hope? No, they're still together. What? Yeah, they're still together. You just said it yourself. Yeah. Mako's legally insane. Who do you think he's going to date? Kindred spirit. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they they probably had some passionate hate sex afterwards, probably. Wow. Knowing Mako. Well, a Swedish teenager is alleged to have stolen photographs of his mother in the nude and then used them to try to blackmail her. 17-year-old is accused of taking several naked pictures and trying to sell them back for around 200 bucks that he would use to buy drugs. After receiving the money, he was arrested for threatening to kill and blackmail his mother, and he's now in police custody. He's got a drug problem. Can you imagine the disappointment? 
and Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson's <laughs> son when he tries to blackmail them with some videotape that he found on the shelf and <laughs> finds out everybody's got the tape already. Seen it. Yeah. That's got to be a little embarrassing. Well, Nick, we, have you yeah. ever seen any nude pictures of your mom? No. Gee. You want to buy some? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's 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 fresh. It's fresh. <laughs> it's a holy lamp, though. You left. Well, it'll be an interesting day tomorrow at the Nasdaq when Michael Jackson will open the market. Nine thirty tomorrow, fans will what? be able to see Michael Jackson from the street. Why? Oh, be a, I, yeah, he's going to open mean, the market. The Nasdaq. I thought you meant like like a Shaw's or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? No, not that kind of a Things market. Things are that bad. He's, he's opening up <laughs> stores now. By the way, his new song can be heard at michaeljackson.com. It's called Rock My World. Rock My Ooh. World. Yeah. Oh, putting that's that's he's uh, taking a chance mm-hmm. there, putting the word rock back in a song title. Yeah. Haven't heard that in a while. Well, check this. Yeah. Look at this. I'm reading this here. Darks, that's not true that Michelle tried to tear off one of your man boobs, did she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. How'd that, that work out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> well, the Grateful Dead, not usually considered icons of fashion, but that's all changing. They've been nominated for Most Influential Artist at this year's VH1 Fashion Awards. Their competition includes Madonna, Michael Jackson, George Michael, The Sex Pistols, The Beatles, Elvis, Stevie Nicks, Debbie Harry, and Aerosmith. Now, this is a fan vote, so you can decide for yourself at vh1.com, and the winner will be announced October 23rd. Influential artist. Okay. For fashion. For fashion. All right, so read me the list again. They have The Dead, Madonna, Michael Jackson, George Michael, Sex Pistols, Beatles, Elvis, Stevie Nicks, Debbie Harry, Aerosmith. I'd have to say top of those lists would be, and not in this order, Beatles, yep, for the Madonna, and the, suits. and the Dead. Uh, because I understand why they put the Dead on there. Because people... Mm-hmm. Dressed like them, dark size wearing tie dye today. Yeah, a right. lot of those people on the list there, they didn't. People didn't dress like Steven Tyler. Nobody dressed like Steven Tyler mm-hmm. except other musicians. You know, so I mean, a lot of those people shouldn't make the make the cut there. I think the whole idea is that your style of dress reached the mm-hmm. street. And that Michael Jackson glove and two-tone leather jacket thing, that didn't last very <laughs> no. long. And it didn't even look good in the beginning. Does <laughs> everybody see Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop? Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's walking mm-hmm. down the street and he sees some guy dressed like Michael Jackson starts pointing and laughing at him. <laughs> you know? Even that was back yeah. then. Yeah, it never even caught yeah. on. I think it's got to be Madonna because she's still doing it. Now, all of a sudden, kilts are back and they're saying that it's because she's wearing a kilt on this tour. Yeah, and who's doing this, MTV or? VH1. VH1, it's going to be Madonna. Okay, we're predicting Madonna. Oh, let's get a traffic update. Psycho Dan, final traffic update of the morning. What's going on? All right, things clearing up just a bit out there. 84 East, no problems. That's delay-free. 84 West, a little bit of busy traffic still crossing the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, slow going from exit 34 coming into downtown. 91 North is delay-free. Route 2 West, there's a crash uh, by the Route 17 merge. That's in the left lane, slowing things down just a bit. 91 South, slow going from Exit 3 into the downtown exits. 95 South, still slow going from exit 51, leading up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 traveling through Waterbury is pretty much delay-free. At 849, I'm cycling out this modern record report on Radio 104. <laughs> you know, our own Dark Side Dave won the uh, most influential dress look. Get out.
Yeah, they had a vote on the short bus, <laughs> and uh, he came in first. He, he had uh, congratulations. I didn't know that. I got to ask you I did not know that. I am not going to ask Nick or Sean because these a-holes tell me every freaking day, D, do I, D and Beth, do I seriously look mentally challenged at all? Look, look. <laughs> Well, the coolots. <laughs> they warn you down. They warn you down. No, you, you do not look mentally oh, dying. He doesn't. You guys are ridiculous. We tell him every day. He's like, he's like, see those people over there doing the bricks on the sidewalk over there? I bet you they look over here and say, man, that's nice. Those guys take the retard out for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but he it's says that all the time. That's really PC. Well, I mean, you know, first of all, we're having that conversation <laughs> while we're having a cigarette outside where there's no Off mic. The air. Yeah, but second of all, I mean, if I'm driving by the street and I see Darkside walking down, and he's got okay, well, first of all, he's got the do rag with the hair hanging out, and he's got some weird tie dye that's ripped in half, and then he's got the oh. cool lots yeah. and the fat stomach sticking out, My, and I then do- he's got the white tube socks and to top it all off the black high tops I'm thinking oh my god that kid's retarded walking around no, by himself that's not what you think I, somebody no. yesterday asked me what you look like Dave and I said you know he's the guy he's the guy who you'd find smoking in the in the bathroom at school he's that guy he's not the guy who looks like he came off the short bus uh, no wouldn't you think that's not. more accurate of a description dark side yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go with that one, yeah. Yeah, like he and his friends, they'd be missing the bell because they'd be smoking butts behind the school. That's right. dark side, yeah. not the yeah. short bus. Thank you, Beth. Don't, don't You're welcome. To Nothing, I never thought, I never struck. I'm trying to think back. The first time I saw you, I believe it was at OzFest before I was on board here. And I met you. It just struck me as just another banger, you know, hanging out there. Just sure. a cool guy. I just they yeah. wore you down, man. They yeah, wore you they, down. They beat me down. They have you doubting yourself. <laughs> I kind of see him like at summer <laughs> camp right, or something like uh, at the arts. We, we know how you see him. Yeah, we know how you right. see him. The helmet. Well, Natasha Leone, you might remember her as one of the stars of American Pie. She's the one who keeps trying to get Tara Reid to have sex with her boyfriend, Tara Reid's character. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Sex with a boyfriend? Don't you remember Tara Reid? She was going out. I know Tara Reid is. Right. And uh, she had this friend, this sort of uh, looser friend who kept trying to get her to sleep with her boyfriend. Don't remember it, but go ahead. Anyway, she was arrested for DWI in Miami early yesterday after running her rental off the road into a sign and over some bushes, causing about $2,500 in damage. She left the scene, but a cop witnessed the wreck and pulled her over. She then allegedly said, I'm a movie star. Can I talk to my entertainment lawyer? (laughs) I don't think it worked. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That's so surprising in the entertainment industry. Yeah. People who are high and trying to use their, their influence to get out of trouble. No. You don't see that very no, often. No, never. And finally, in an interview with ZapToIt.com, Jennifer Aniston of Friends hints that this upcoming season, which is the 8th, will be the last for the sitcom. She says, every time I think about it, I'm on the verge of tears, that they've all shared many crossroads together, and they're all going to go their separate ways, and it's really difficult to think about it. They've already shot three episodes of Friends, which premieres September 20th. It's over, Jenny. I think they gotta go. Yeah, I, think I don't think so. it's been. I, I still watch it, big Friends fan, but I don't think it's been as strong 
It's had its moments, though. The the fake foreskin episode this past year was quite entertaining. <laughs> Anybody see that one? No, yeah. I didn't. That was good. Oh, it's, so that was it's awesome. Joey needed to have a foreskin for a nude scene, <laughs> and Monica made him one. <laughs> it fell off during, <laughs> during the audition. <laughs> anyway, uh, but there's been some good moments, but they they. They're getting old. Eight years is a great now, run for a yeah, but, You know, but now it's like Nick. It starts to get pathetic at some point. Why are these losers married? Why don't they have, you know, have real jobs? Why aren't they, like, getting it together? Now they're just a bunch of losers hanging out in a coffee shop. What are you trying to say? Nothing. You can't What's do that, that forever. At some point, you've got to grow up, you know, to a degree. Or get into a whole different vibe. You know, maybe turn into Cheers situation where they're all hanging out at that bar. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, too. They're all the friends are hanging out there now. Scores so. yesterday, Cleveland over the Red Sox, 8-3. Yankees shut out Toronto, 4 nothing. Philly over the Mets, 9-6 in 11 innings. Great day, sunny near 80. Tonight, clear, cool in the 50s. And tomorrow, again, sunny and around 80. It's 64 at 8-54. Nick, what am I supposed to do with all this email here on your tirade yesterday? This is the second time you went off. And that got even a bigger reaction than the first time. Um, I guess we could do some of that when we got back. When we get back, okay, we could do that. All right, because we got you know a lot of people reacting to a lot of different things, uh, and we've got Rockcats tickets to give away. They made the playoffs, and Nick, you, something happened to you when you were very sort of. I got to talk about this in the air. I got to talk about this in the air. Well, it's not so much I got to talk about in the air, but uh, yeah, something. I was in a situation yesterday that was really uncomfortable, and uh, it was bad. He hasn't told any scene. of us about this. I'm dying to know what it is. Yeah. Well, you didn't go for another prostate exam, did you? No, I'll just tease you with, I was with my aunt and uncle. Oh, your Alabama relations? Yeah. Um, my kid? mother, my father, we went out to lunch to Hot Tomatoes. I looked up the stairs, and Manuel and Paula are there for lunch. The big with, bosses. Yeah, with somebody else they're having lunch with, and my dad made a scene. So. Hello. No. Oh my he god. Embarrassed you? Um, I don't think that's the word. Oh god. Oh no. It. And that's what it says in the sheet. Oh no. He <laughs> wrote oh no, and I just said oh no. Yeah, it was a scene. So oh, yeah, let's no. tell you about that a little bit. Oh, All right. This was insane. Could this, this be was, your last day with us? It might be. This was insane. I was so... Oh, no. And let me preface this by oh, saying... Oh, no. That's all I can say. Now I know why you wrote... <laughs> yeah. I got it this morning. I'm looking at the schedule. And it says, it says uh, nine, 9 o'clock. Oh, no. I'm like, what's oh, no? I said, I go. Nick said he wanted to tell us something. Oh, no. That's all I can think in my head is going, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I'll preface this by saying because I... I love my parents to death, but I was so angry yesterday, and at the end of the night, I just had to, I was sitting in bed, and I had to start laughing, but um, my well, dad... Oh, no, he's going insane My now. dad was out of control yesterday. <laughs> he was off the hook, He didn't of rip off Manuel's shirt, did he? Uh, no, but okay. I'll tell you more about it. He ripped off Paula's. <laughs> okay. Stick around for that and more. It's D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buzzle. There's, there's something. Ray B. O. 104. 
Now back to D. Snyder. This is the privilege and responsibility we share on Radio 104. Drinking my Selby black tea. And the uh, green tea. Yeah, you got the green tea. This is a black one. Yeah, I like the green. That's my favorite. Black's got the three G's in it. Ginseng, ginkgo, guarana with ginger. That would be four G's, wouldn't it? Oh, do enjoy my Sobies. Uh, let's see. What do I need to tell you? Tomorrow, big show. Tons going on. I just no had giggling. to open dark sides. Because I had my Sobe before he did, so that's why I can get yours open there, Dark Side. Couldn't open it. <laughs> nice grip, Dark Side. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time anybody handed me something to open ever. Free talk. <laughs> so uh, easy to open. A four-year-old could do this. Can somebody get me a four-year-old? Like that? Um, hey, the Rockats. Are we proud or what? They made the playoffs. Yeah. That's right. New Britain's finest, the Rockcats, are in the playoffs and we've got a four-pack of tickets to the Rockcats 2001 Eastern League playoffs at New Britain Stadium. All you got to do is be calling up a 10 at 860-666-4444 right now and you'll win that four-pack. Been there, done that, good time. It is. Nice night out with friends or family. Uh, you can definitely do worse than hanging out at the Rockcats, and you'll be lucky to get tickets to these playoffs. Their games are selling out like crazy. So these playoff tickets are a hot Item. Yeah. Very good now. <clears throat> well, I'm dying here about your me dad. Me too. Me too. Um, but I well, got to do some reaction okay. here because, I mean, Nick did, you know, people need to be able to vent. Of course. Yeah, if Nick's going to go off on a rant, he's, people have got to be able to at least speak their minds. Uh, let's see. Victoria Smith from New Haven says, Nick is out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> This is regarding your rant over pregnant women. To say that men deserve all this sympathy for getting <laughs> ice cream is insane. First of all, Nick shouldn't be involved in this conversation, as he will never be in this situation, as his hypothetical transsexual wife won't be giving him any kids. <laughs> Second, Nick is never going to settle down or get married anyway, as his mother is the only person who would ever listen to a lifetime of his crap. Sign Victoria she has Smith. to listen. That's the only reason why. Yeah, you got to have a certain degree of sympathy. Uh, subject, the return of old Nick. Not old Saint Nick, old Nick. This is from Genghis John. Just when you thought it was safe to listen to D. Snyder Radio, Nick <laughs> returns to his old ways. He is so wrong on so many levels, I don't know where to begin. Nick could never deal with a pregnant woman for nine months. Come to think of it, when was the last time Nick had a relationship for nine months? I'm talking about women here, not red lampshades. Hmm. Do, you, do you dispute that? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I ain't gonna start taking shots at Genghis. But no, I mean, just I'm a simple response is, <laughs> I have had a number of relationships for over a year's time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been in uh, two very long and hard relationships. So, yeah, I've been in those things with good-looking okay. so chicks. Yeah. Disproved. Disproved. They yeah. say, you're all right. You're all wrong, sir. You don't have to take pot shots back at him. <laughs> well, I would like to, but I'll reserve that because he's a big fan of the show. Good boy. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, Davis writes, Nick is the dumbest person alive. That's the <laughs> subject. I heard Nick ranting about catering to women while they're pregnant. So as, uh, so as usual, this long meadow loser has no perception of reality and needs to be slapped repeatedly for a reality check. When he finally does find some insane woman to actually marry him and bear his child, I hope he has twins and they're just like him. <laughs> That's signed Davis. Yeah, that is, that is the mm. curse of every mom who's had any kind of aggravation. Has your mom laid that curse on you, by the way, yet, Nick? What's that? I hope you have a child just like you. Oh, oh, yeah. But she means it positively? Uh, (laughs) No. I mean, they've both done that to my mother and father since I was a teenager. And you know what? You usually do. You usually do. Was that a woman who wrote that letter or a male? Cause I have a, uh, it just says Davis. I don't know. It's sort of ambiguous. No, because I can't believe these guys. They must be sucking up to their wife when they're writing these emails at the computer. Because Why? Because they're getting ice cream for them? Well, yeah. They have to run to the grocery store like 15 times a day to get like... 15 you know, times a day. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they want like root beer and the next time you go back, they want... You've got so much experience like, with all this stuff, don't you? You can't even do it all in one shot. No, but I hear a lot Check of things, Steve. I take them out. Right. Here's uh, another one. It says, Alice in Wonderland writes... Uh, Day, I had mixed feelings while listening to Nick's opinion of pregnant women. When he first started speaking, my initial reaction was anger. I couldn't believe he was saying such horrible things. But as he continued, I realized, hey, this is Nick talking. What did I expect? The more he got wound up, the harder I laughed. And towards the end of his ranting, when his voice kept getting higher, I (laughs) choked on my coffee. (laughs) She got it. That's the way to react to him. Yeah, um, I think it's Missy from New Milford says, I know you probably are we're probably bombarded with emails about what Nick said today about women being pregnant. That's right. I have a suggestion. I think you should have Nick wear the pregnancy belly for the entire show. Yeah. We Good had Dark Side do idea. this. It was very effective. Very uncomfortable. It's a great uh-huh. idea. Uh, and not- says, I think we're going to look into this. What, what? what are you afraid you of, think Nick? It's, think it's no biggie? You don't think the women need the sympathy? Nick, no, uh, Sean you know, will want to get you ice cream. You can do it! You know what I'll say? I mean, I'll do it, but you know what? I mean, to be honest, one day simulating is, it can't, it, it can't even compare, pales in comparison right. to nine months. And that's why I'm saying women are just really bitchy and stuff when they're pregnant. That's all. How I do mean, you know, dude? What's that? How do you know? You have no clue. Because I see them waddling around and I see them like... Tug- but you have no clue. And what you're are they doing? Assaulting people on the street? No, they're like tugging at their husband's shirts like they want to go in this got store no, or that store. No, even you haven't had a friend who's pregnant. You haven't hung around. Even your sister who was pregnant. Well, yeah, I could say, well, yeah, my sister, when she was pregnant, I wasn't, like, you know, seeing her uh, that much. But at the same time, like, I could tell she was bitchy through phone conversations (laughs) and stuff. I was like, listen, I'll talk to you after, you know, you have the kid. You're stupid. And she's the bitchy one. Billy plays Jowski. They barred me because I was too good. Like, just just, just stupid. Anyway, P.S., by the way, uh, Missy says, Beth, you deserve sainthood for not killing Nick yet for all he said derogatory about women. Thanks, Missy. Keep up the terrific work. I'm going to try not to kill him. Uh, And the last letter I'll read, it's not really about Nick, but it's about... Uh, it's it's Beth Lockwood's Everything Must Go sale. <laughs> Mad Kidder writes, During this morning's weekend update, did I hear Beth saying something about, this is an old email, remember we had email yeah. problems, about Glenn having a liquidation sale? <laughs> you know what I smell? 
Kegger! <laughs> what do you say, Beth? You can let Nick run it like he ran his a while back. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'll talk to him about it. I'll get rid of he everything. He got good money. Yeah. He yeah. got good money. Mm-hmm. Was Mad Kidda helping you with the pricing? Was he there that day? Mad Nick, Kidda was, was there that night. I hung out with Mad Kidda that night. I actually got to know the guy pretty well. He's a cool guy. But yeah, you know, well, he, he said he's that he's really good at getting the price up. Well, and sure. people want to have a few beers in them. Yeah. They're a lot looser with their wallet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I'll see if we have enough stuff that's going out. Okay, yeah. I'd love to do it. I'll hang out. You okay. know, I'll come by and appraise all the items beforehand. <laughs> we'll talk about strategy. <laughs> and then we'll you know send out the invitations. Okay. You're not selling any underwear or unmentionables, are you, Beth? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, I'll be Good. looking through your stuff and seeing what we can get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Enough of this. What the hell happened yesterday when you went out for lunch with your aunt and uncle and your mom and dad to Hot Tomatoes? Well, again, I'll preface this by saying I really love my parents a lot. Um, and they try to do everything for me, but... That's where the problem lies. Um, Yesterday, my aunt and uncle, I haven't seen them in 10 years since my sister got married, okay? They're from Alabama. They're not from... They just live there now, okay? But anyway, my dad's on the phone. He's like, all right, we're going to pick you up at the station. We'll go to Hot Tomatoes. I said, all right. So they show up and they arrive and I take my aunt and uncle and I show them around the station a little bit. Even introduced them to Todd. Was in a good mood yesterday. I was like, I haven't seen him for a while. So I'm driving over to Hot Tomatoes with my parents and we walk in the restaurant. My dad's carrying two bottles of his own wine in a brown paper bag. Okay, he's bringing he his own? Get, yeah, he's bringing his own, okay. Now, is this to save money or because he's choosy? Uh, no, no, not to drink, to give the people at Hot Tomatoes. He's doing, oh. yeah, yeah, they're doing a big wine tasting at Hot Tomatoes soon in my oh, father's. Oh, this is his own stuff? Yeah, yeah, this is oh, his own okay. stuff. My dad wears a suit six days a week, Sundays for church, and but yesterday he's in his casual gear, so he looks a little bit different anyway. Now, um, did your aunt and uncle bring any moonshine? Or no, uh, they didn't bring back anything home like the that. Farm. They're very normal people, very nice people, all right? Well, I walk in, and we're in the lobby area, and when you walk in, Todd Tomatoes, to the right of you, uh, to the right of the entrance, there are stairs going up to an upstairs seating area. Mm-hmm. Well, I look up there, and facing me are our higher-ups, Manuel and Paula, um, sitting across from an unidentified guy in a suit. For people who are uninformed, they are like the most... The, the highest executives in this building. Yeah. And for the radio, all the radio stations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, do I your look parents up the recognize them? No, do you my, say? my dad has never met mm-hmm. Manuel, but he's talked Paula's ear off plenty of times <laughs> before. Okay. My dad used to work in this building, oh, knows right, Paula. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine poor Paula's reaction to when she saw. Mr. Lentino. Oh. Well, we start walking up the stairs, and I'm like, all right, I got to make light of the situation. So I uh, I was just like, Manuel, this wasn't planned, I promise, you know, because my dad is going a million miles an hour because he's got the family in from out of state, and he's all excited with his bottles of wine, and he's talking to the host, and he's laughing and having a good time. And I'm like, all right, the guy's wound up. I'm like, this is not going to be good. 
So we walk up the stairs, and thank God my aunt and uncle and my mom just, I tell my mom what's going on, who they are, and my they go right to the seats. They follow the waiter there. I say hi to Manuel. I introduce him to my father. My father stops at the head of the table and starts talking. And I am so nervous about what's going to happen, and I'm fearing the worst, not knowing that the worst is about to happen. <laughs> no. Um, no. I'm fearing the worst. Not, I mean, it was worse than you thought it was going to be. Yes. Oh yes. Um, they were eating with somebody who I, had to be from Clear Channel. You know what I mean? Uh, I had never seen this person before. He was he was doing business from out of state. Had to be because if he was at all in this building, I probably would have seen him at some point. I uh, I uh, walk up the stairs. And we're sitting there, and my dad starts going. He's like, oh, Manuel, got to talk to you. Got to talk to you. Oh, and no. I'm like, Dad, stop. Dad, stop. All right? Right now, I'm feeling like I'm 12 years old, okay? Paula's looking. She goes to shake my dad's hand. And Manuel turns, his face turns from a smile to a look of complete and utter Horror. Uh, Manuel, we all know, for people who don't know, Manuel is a smooth guy, uh, very nice, very friendly, um, you know, has a lot of business dealings, but for the most part, he's, uh, you know, smooth character. Well, this guy, I've never seen him look more uncomfortable in his life, squirming in the booth and everything like that, okay? So my dad says he's got him cornered. He's yeah, cornered. Oh it's my like, god! It's like like shooting ducks in a bucket, man, or whatever they say. Yeah. So my dad says, "Well, he's like, hey, I got the family in from out of town. Got some wine here and stuff like that. Hot tomatoes. He's like, why, why don't you guys just come over and all sit together?" Oh, I'm no. like, "No, dad, dad, no, dad. They're in a business. I mean, my dad's been in business, you know, longer than Manuel and Paula probably combined. That's I mean, he's a little bit older, but." I, Dad, they're in a business lunch. Please stop it. Oh, he's like, oh, Nikki, just go away. Go away. I got to talk to these guys. I'm like, Dad. Unbelievable, Dad. Nick. He's like, I'm not going to start talking to them about money. They already know about that. I'm like, oh, no, Dad, please stop. He's like, listen. Listen, guys. He's like, I, I need to ask you a favor. He's like, because my son, I asked him to do something, and he knows he's not going to do it for me. He's got too many important things. He's on his cell phone or talking to do whatever. He's like, listen. He's like, Bill Woodman needs Radio 104 Fest tickets. I need four of them, and Nick hasn't produced them. I'm like, first of all, Bill Woodman it owns my dad's company, all right? They have no idea who Bill Woodman is. I, th he thinks that we live in this little bubble where everybody my dad knows, everybody knows. I'm like, Dad, you don't ask them for tickets. It's the... I, it's the VP and GM of the company, Dad. Please stop it. I'm pulling him with my arm. He pushes me away and tells me to go sit down with your mother. Go away, boy. You bother me. Go sit down next to your mother. I cannot get him. Uh, I cannot get him away from the head of the table. By then, their faces have dropped. Manuel and Paula, and they're sitting there in silence. This guy's—they're staring at each other. The guy across the table staring at them, and my dad's laughing. And then he breaks out the bottles of wine, and then he starts telling them about the bottles of wine and how he made the wine. I'm like, Dad. Please stop. Please stop it. All right? Captive audience. 
<laughs> so then, no escape. So then he's oh like, "Oh my god!" In a booth. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns and looks at me, and he goes, "Nick." He's like, "I'm telling you now, go sit down with your mother." He's like, "I gotta talk to him about these Radio 104 Fest tickets." And I'm like, "Dad." So I go sit down next to my mother. Um, and the rest of my family in a booth that's right diagonally from them. And my I'm leaving the table unmanned with my father at the head of the table, Paula Manuel, and someone from Clear Channel. Did you ever find out who it was? And No, and he is not stopping. He's going off on the whole wine thing. He's talking about money, and then he's talking about these Radio 104 Fest tickets, and he will not leave them Does he says he sat down did he sit down no he was standing at the head of the table the whole time um and i'm like mom please stop it please stop this you know I, i'm like i i couldn't go over there you know and um <laughs> my mom's like i thought my mom was gonna sympathize and she's like Bill Woodman really needs these for 104 for I'm like, wow, you're missing the whole point. You ask me, <laughs> not the higher-ups and the head of the company. You know, so he won't stop. And then finally he comes back over and starts yelling at me that it's not a big deal and breaks out the bottles of wine. And then he wants to open them and give them some of them, some of the wine. They haven't even started everything yet. It was insane. I could not <laughs> stop what was going on there. And the meal started and I cannot, I, I was talking to my aunt and uncle, but I cannot stop. I had to go to the bathroom. I was afraid to leave the table <laughs> about what this guy might do next. It was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I was like, okay, please God stop. Please God stop. And then I was just like, okay, what am I going to do? I, I could sub this fall. A lot of teaching jobs are opening up. Uh, I'll call Dickie this afternoon and see if I was in fear of what was going to happen. And I get this big, I was angry with my parents. This is the first time I was really angry with what was going on. And then at the end of the day, I was just like, you know what? F it. Whatever's going to happen, happen. It was horrifying experience. Well, it doesn't sound like he said anything bad enough to cause you to lose your job. No, it wasn't that. I mean, but... Granted, it was probably inappropriate. You don't understand. <laughs> Maybe, like, you guys have seen glimpses of my father's insanity, but, um... He gets pretty crazy, and he doesn't stop, and he's laughing and joking. I know, he cracks and me up. And they are just sitting there horrified. I'm sure they thought was it was like, pretty funny, Nick. Don't you think they must have thought it was funny, D? I, I, you know what? It's sort of a, a mixed bag. Part of you may think it's funny. While you're in the middle of it, right. you might not think it's so funny. And when you're higher... Uh, uh, a man for a job you don't <laughs> usually consider having to bring the parents <laughs> along for the ride that's true. That's true exactly and that's why i was freaking out yesterday i was like seriously kind of what am i going to do for a job what am i going to do oh they're not going to fire you over your dad <sighs> yeah but i don't think but you know what? I was just. Do like, you know everything he said over there? No, I left him unmanned at the table. Ah. He was there on his own, just how flailing. long? I, I I would count it. It was like four minutes, which is plenty of damage time. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean he, that guy could do damage in thirty seconds. Never mind four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you know what? The fact of the matter is that Manuel and Paula have parents too, and all of our parents are capable of embarrassing us. Usually right? just not into our late 20s. <laughs> and if my parents 
came up here and had the opportunity to meet Paula or Manuel, uh, they would say, I'm sure they would say something embarrassing. Uh, you know, they would bend their ear for a couple minutes, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, glad I finally settled down and doing something with my life and, uh, you know, and all this, that, and the other thing. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think even though they may have been horrified at the time, the fact that they can identify in their own way, no matter how responsible you are or whatever, when it comes to your parents and your parents are there, your parents, you're their kid, and it's like an obligation. Suzette started doing that now. She embarrasses my kids. It's, it's kind like of she feels one of the like she benefits. Has to. Yeah. Yes, like what, that's what I get to do. I get to embarrass them mm -hmm. in front of the people they work with or embarrass them in front of their friends. Well, see, that's the thing I started thinking about at the end of the day. I was like, you know what? I probably sidetracked my dad's whole life, you know what I mean, once he had me. Yeah, really. So he's had you to deal him. with a lot of it, so I do owe him at the end. I was so... He's probably right now going... I embarrassed him. Thank <laughs> you, God. He embarrasses me every day. Well, yeah, payback's a bitch, you little ferret. Exactly. <laughs> but I was really, I, I was, I've never been angry at my father before. I've never been angry at him my entire life. And yesterday, I was really, really upset with him. I was like, yeah, now I'm gonna get a raise. You know, I, I, I don't even ask those guys for money. I've, I've gotten off that path. I just do what I need to do. But I, I was just like, you know what? Now they view me as, you know. I, you know, not as a 27-year-old producer for Decent Out of Radio, but the, you know, kid at the station. Nick you know, because I've always been. I've been here for a while now, and I've always been the little bastard child of 104, I guess. <sighs> Which is a title I'll take, but... Do we have to take a break? In a couple of minutes, but... Because, uh, I mean, because... Can we call, want me to call Paula and see if uh, we take a break? If she'll talk to us <laughs> on the air? Yeah, that'd be good. Get it from the other side. Get it from the other side, her impression. I mean, seriously, we all have parents. We've all been embarrassed by them in these situations. My dad used to threaten to embarrass me all. His follow-through... But just the threat. I think he took joy in the threat to embarrass. You know, like, oh, when your friends come over, should I, you know, wear this sweatsuit? You know, this old, like, painted in sweatsuit and sit on the couch. Like, that would be his threats. Yeah. He was good enough not to do it like your dad. But, but you don't <laughs> but understand. that's part of the fun of being a parent. I mean, I understand that about parents. And, yeah, they throw in the little comments here and there, taking a little jab of their kid, putting in an embarrassing moment. But my dad is halfway insane and you guys yeah. know when he talks he gets to like me when he's excited but his voice raises 20,000 decibels and uh, hey man well, oh, man well I gotta talk to you gotta meet you oh. and I'm like oh no here we go you know, and, oh my God, it was, yeah, let's try, we could do that with Paul. You may as well just get it over with now. But like I said, at the end of the day, I was just like, oh, it's my dad and, you know, whatever. I've, I've caused that guy a lot of pain recently. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm, I'll just let him do what he needs to do. All right. Well, let's let's take a break. Come back. See if we can get Paula to come talk to us on the air. And uh, <laughs> and uh, if not, there's just tons of stuff I need to go through. People reacting, all the things going on, and what have you. So we'll uh, take a break. Come back. More D Snyder Radio to come. This is Radio 104. Hey, how you doing? It's D. D Snyder Radio. Hi, this is Scott Weiland and Leo of STP. Hey, this is Louise from Groove to Sum. This is Clint with Seven Dust and you're jamming out. D. D Snyder Radio. For a higher purpose. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to a good start. On Radio 104.
Yeah, wait a minute here. This big pile. Do I have Euro locations by any chance? Because I was supposed to do them. All right. I don't have it handy. There's tons of D-Euro sticker locations. Go to Radio104.com. Click on the D-Euro there. You'll see a whole list. Find a place near you. Represent people. It is time. It is time. we got a job to do. We're promoting world peace. Fresh Frankie says, I am the solution. That I will solve all the world's problems through D. Snyder Radio. I don't exactly know how I'm doing that, but, uh, you know, it's worth the effort. So get a sticker, get it on your car, represent, let the world know what morning show you're listening to. Uh, let's see. You know what? We will do some uh, some email here. We do have some stuff. Uh, reactions to tons of things we've been talking about. First, I would like to say uh, just a couple thank yous. To people, am I missing anything? No? We cool? Yeah, we're All right, cool. good. All right. Um, thank you to Corporate Cindy, who wrote a letter letting me know that my radio audience expands to the professional older listeners, 35 and up. Cindy... I appreciate the letter, but I got news for you. We know. 15 to 50. And then some. On either side of that. Uh, got pretty broad appeal for some reason. And uh, that works great for me. Also, uh, the boy, thank you for your letter, and uh, wants to know when I'm going to hit the local scene again. I guess he means doing any shows. No plans to do any shows right now. So uh, I don't know what to tell you. You never know. You never know when that might happen. This letter is a little bit lengthy, but it bears reading because it's another side to discussion we had yesterday, Beth. Mm -hmm. Subject, I have a problem. Dear D. Snyder Radio, I found it more than a little disconcerting that during the show this morning, other than to say that using pot can limit your potential, that it really wasn't a big deal. I actually agreed with Nick that a serious talk should be in order if you find that your kid is using drugs. Before I read the rest of this here, I'm going to say, clearly, I view my discussion uh, about limiting your potential and things like that as a serious discussion. Yeah, and I think, I don't know if I said it exactly, but obviously I'd have a serious discussion. Yeah, I mean, Beth things was the, was the legal ramifications al alone. The illegality of smoking right, pot. Right, not to mention that it's detrimental to your health. Uh, you know, but I'll continue to read the letter here. However, I was amazed that no one mentioned that more and more employers screen both prospective and current employees for drugs. This can certainly limit your child's ability to get or keep a job if they are using, and that's a big deal. It is, good point. They can start dealing to support their habit. Dark side. A bigger deal. If their dealers get caught, he, she can plea bargain by naming regular buyers. You don't have to get caught directly to get busted. It can also further intoxicate someone who is drinking and further impair their judgment. How do I know? To make a long story short, my younger brother, now 21, was drinking and smoking up at a friend's house one night a year and a half ago. Test that night shows that he was just over the limit for alcohol intoxication, but had very high levels of marijuana in his bloodstream. Sounds like a party at your place, Darkside. <laughs> On his way home that night, he dozed off and drove off the road, wrapping his car around a tree just two blocks from his house. 
After nine hours in surgery to repair his broken legs and feet, a week in the hospital, six weeks of being bedridden, and months on crushes and in physical therapy, he can walk, but not without a lot of pain due to the plate in his femur, a pin in his hip, and a total of 11 screws in his legs and feet. <laughs> Folks, please think before you say it isn't a big deal. It could mean your child's life. It's not heroin, but could be the first step in the wrong direction. Very sincerely, Meg. Meg, I don't think, I don't drink, and I don't smoke. Getting high, I mean. And I think it is a big deal. But if alcohol is going to be legal, I don't think it's any worse. And if people, you know, so that's why I'm not against either legalizing of marijuana. And clearly um, there's a difference between... Using it and using a lot of it and then getting Abusing in your car. It. Well, getting in your car. Yeah. I mean, I've no one toured Nick a bigger a-hole than me when Nick was justifying driving drunk. Okay? I'm, to have a drink or go out drinking or drinking responsibly or partying responsibly, um, I don't have a problem with that. That's a personal choice. I don't do it. And I don't think that I'm uh, trivializing the seriousness of getting high or drinking. So uh, you 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 over uh, you know you you read into the tone that I wasn't getting all hyped up about it or whatever. And I understand you feel passionate about it, particularly because you've seen some real ugliness, which is in your own life. And certainly that's a very good reason not to get high or drink and drive or both. Okay. So uh, I don't think that I don't think we were playing it down. So anyway, back to uh, the subject of reality TV. Diesel Doug writes that uh, this is getting overboard now with reality TV. Survivor was cool and still is, but the spinoffs are getting ridiculous. Fox is going so far as to have a reality TV show for kids. Whatever happened to Scooby Doo? It's actually on all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're making a movie of it. Yeah, they are. I know they are. Um, Klepto writes, D, yesterday, Sean dismissed playing... As, remember, these, these are belated, some of these. Dismissed playing air guitar as pathetic. He may not admit it, but he plays an air instrument himself. Yes, Sean is the master of the air skin flute. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff there, Klepto. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Okay, uh, then we're on to the subject of prison bitch names. Uh, this is what I learned today from Mike the Actuary. He said uh, he learned that Beth and Nick have something in common. Beth's prison bitch name is Famous Amos. Nick is a famous Amos. <laughs> right on, Nicky. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, Genghis John says... Uh, I got a classic name. He went in there and entered his name, I guess. Says, not as good as Best Famous Anus or the listener who got manhole. <laughs> that was brutal. But it's really good. My prison bitch name is Howard Sperm. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good one somebody had yesterday that was Soap Jockey. Oh, oh. That's, that's great. It's like I haven't heard a repeat yet. There's some good ones in there. All right. Uh, Mary from Manchester said she just went to prisonbitchname.com. It was the funniest thing. Thanks for the laughs. You can check that out if you want. Okay, and Genghis John is another one. He just said he took, the, uh, took it upon himself to put a few names in there to see what they came up as for our entertainment. Troy Aikman. 
His pri- <laughs> his prison bitch name was Ass Master. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. I'm somebody's bitch. The best. John Bon Jovi, Screw's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Screw's referring to the cops, obviously. Um, Scott Bayo, BF Goodlick. <laughs> <laughs> And on the political front, uh, President George W. Bush, his prison bitch name is Fudge Packer. (laughs) And uh, not to be fair, former Vice President Al Gore, Mouth Mangler. Representative Gary Condit's uh, prison bitch name is Queenie. (laughs) And last but not least, Governor Phil... Governor, isn't it Mayor? Mayor. Mayor Phil Giordano. His prison bitch name is Butt Slammer. <laughs> it just might be true. <laughs> yeah, it could very much be true. All right. Uh, now we got a letter regarding Nick's dancing. Nick was talking about his dancing lately at the Brickyard. He tries to go out there and march around a little bit. <laughs> well, Janice from Cheshire says, D, I've heard a f- on a few occasions about Nick's dancing style. I am extending an offer to show him some moves. I go to clubs all the time, and I used to work in a strip club, so I know some stuff. I'll be at 104 Fest, and if he's interested, I'll talk to him about it. Cool. You want a pro to teach you something? Yeah, but I- How can they teach you? It's in, you don't have any rhythm inside. Can they no, manufacture that I with know. lessons? I don't what think are you gonna so. do? You're going to move like a pole dancer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can't do it. It's just, I, I don't, I got the rhythm up in my head. It just doesn't extend down to my feet. Can your sisters dance or your parents? <laughs> Uh, my dad oh, separated fun. his shoulder a few times dancing. Yeah. I know that. Do That's pretty wild. Tell. <laughs> uh, Doing the worm. He separated his uh. shoulder dancing? Yeah. You know the, uh, what's the Italian dance where you... The Tarantella? Took, yeah. Well, um, we were at a wedding once and... Oh, man. My dad took off his jacket and started swinging it around in the air. And <laughs> next thing you know, in the middle of the wedding reception he's on the floor oh, with a separated <laughs> shoulder asking somebody to call an ambulance <laughs> man he he's a really he takes over the room oh yeah oh yeah he's good at that <laughs> to say the man. least call an ambulance <laughs> oh, oh man it's fierce all right uh here's the subject is dark sides party Remember Dark Side's party? Yeah, where his friend was eating dog food. Yeah. D, after Dark Side told the story about his friend eating dog food, I was still wanting to be shocked. Is that not a normal thing to happen with his pot-smelling friends? <laughs> SMFDSR Joe Rock. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know what, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't stunned either. Yeah, I was. It's not, I mean, you know, I got some really freaky friends and all, but that's not exactly something that happens every day. You know, a friend comes yeah. over, eats my dog's food, and then goes, cleans my toilet. Out well, of the bowl, D. Out of the dog's bowl. Yeah, but your friends are all weird anyway. I mean, that's not, I wasn't completely shocked. Yeah, by I wasn't that. shocked. I was, like, you know, hillbilly hijinks. Yeah, well, it's not the hillbilly hijinks that happens around my house all the time. I did tell my wife about it, though. But uh, yeah, I did tell her about it. So I guess it was fairly impression- uh, interesting. Here's a letter from The Shrink. It says, D, I'm presently house-sitting in an area that does not receive 104. I'm dying here. However, I did happen to catch What Did We Learn Today long enough to hear Nick get annihilated by that kid. 
I was just smiling all day long thinking of that kid saying, in your face to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I needed to hear. Is that Justin? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Apparently, you're reaching the young and impressionable. In your face, Nick. In your face. <laughs> In your face, Nick. <laughs> yeah. His little voice. Our paths will cross one day. Maybe at 104 Fest. Yeah. That is one of those kids who knows that you can't hit him. Yeah. He's one of those yeah, kids who knows know. that he's know. your ass. <laughs> I told you, remember way back at the beginning of the show, I told you that guy, that kid started with me yeah. on the street. And because he, he, he was one of those kids, he goes, wait a minute, they can't do anything. They'll be arrested. Mm-hmm. And once they know that, you're a dead man. I'd really like to hang Justin from a hook somewhere for a while. <laughs> Teach him a By lesson. the way, good, Dark said, you'll be pleased when you hear this. I wanted to let you know that I was walking through the Coles parking lot in Trumbull yesterday when I heard the unmistakable strains of faggot a la C.C. DeVille. I looked over and saw a herd of high school-aged kids Hooting it up, complete with D Snyder Radio sound bites. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's awesome. They're doing it in the high school. I don't know if they now. should be yelling that one really loudly. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's exactly was the plan. <laughs> the best one. No, not the best one at all. Uh, and then we got some uh, on to behind the music, of course. I think I'm going to finally make it to all the behind the music ones. They're just piles of them. Excuse me. First of all, just um, Rob from the Tuck says, D, why do you refer to Twisted as being a hair band? Just because you had hair and wore makeup doesn't make you a hair band. You guys were a heavy metal band. Do not lump yourself in with the poisons and Bon Jovis of the world. Rob from the Tuck. Rob, I know what you're saying. And we were like at the forefront of that whole thing before it was labeled hair bands. They weren't hair bands. We were just a band. But... I hear all these other bands going, we were hair bands and I don't like you to call us that. And it just sounds like, you know, methinks thou dost protest too much. So rather than sit there and deny it, I take it as a monitor and I say, yeah, okay, we're a hair band, whatever. Are you, pu- are you putting us on the show? Good. <laughs> You're talking about us? Good. So, no, I mean, in my heart of hearts, I don't regard us as a hair band. If anything, I regard, regard us as the definers of what hair bands became. But uh, but I, I appreciate your what your, your feelings there. And uh, like I said, here we go. Um, this letter here is from uh, Cindy, a.k.a. T-Sprite, who saw the Behind the Music. So just another Behind the Music feedback email for you. I think the most informative part was learning more about the other band members. It was interesting to learn about the other guys, their contributions, and what really happened when you broke up. Uh, all kidding, uh, what I truly would like to thank you for is using multi-syllabic words in your lyrics as well as using subject matter rather than TNA. Much appreciated. She's the first person to ever uh, point that out, quite honestly. That's I use very big words in my songs. And there wasn't a lot of uh, Zero. half-clad women running around or anything Zero. like that. Yeah. Zero. So that wouldn't allow it. Uh, <laughs> you know, but... Your life is trite and jaded, boring and confiscated. It's good Confiscated? How many people use confiscated in a lyric of a popular song? Uh, Just about one, I would think. I've always been using big words. How'd that happen? And rhyming them. And rhyme. Thank you Mm -hmm. for noticing Mm -hmm. that. Thank you, T-Sprite, for noticing that. Uh, Here's a letter from Surf... I don't know if it's... I think it's Surf Dog. We've got this great toner... 
problem in our machine. And every single email, the left side is kind of erased off. Don't yeah, get me started. To- oh, you should just see me trying to read the news. <laughs> it's really aggravating. Yeah. It's really a- a- aggravating. You know, you're trying to do a show here and you can't. I got Earth Dog for a name. So, was it Nerf Dog or Surf Dog? or I think it may be Nerf Dog. Anyway, it says D. Unfortunately, my wife won't allow us to have cable, so I haven't seen the Twisted Sister behind the music that has been talked about so much. I'd really like to get my hands on a copy so we can see it. How can I get a copy? I don't know. I don't think Do you I have sell them. Uh, well, you're online. What about that um, that website, that Peeps website? What's the address? Do you know what? D. Snyder, Snyder Radio Peeps dot org or dsnyderradio dash peeps dot org. DSNRadio-peeps.org. There's a, a board there, a message board where you can post things and like-minded individuals gather. And I know that some of them have taped it. I wouldn't be surprised if you went there and made a peep plea. Uh, that somebody might grant you your uh, request. P.S. By the way, this morning's feud was an all-time low. <laughs> uh, was, I think Nick may need to take a little more time using his using the brain when he looks at material, or for the ma- or for that matter, when he opens his mouth at all. That's from Nerf Dog. I think Nick would like to say on his behalf that those were not his questions. Although, as producer of the show, he did approve them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. But, um, I don't know. I really don't have a lot to say about that. I thought some answers might be funny. It was funny. Uh, it turned out to be funny. Yeah, it turned some out to be funny. Right. Some were funny. Uh, and, and, oh, and one more from Joe Rock here. It says, it was difficult to watch behind the music objectively. The whole time I was watching, I kept thinking, that's our guy. It was great to see uh, the other guys, how the other guys turned out. They should work out a little more. <laughs> So uh, that's the thing, man. I, and I hope everybody enjoys the fact that your guy is getting all these accolades and whatever, because I am your guy. And that's the bottom line. The rest of, nobody else in the country can say that. As we, Right now they can't, but hopefully there will be more and more and more people who will say, that's our guy. That's our guy. That's it for the email today. Uh, if you want to write to me, it's Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. It's as simple as that. Captain Howdy. One word at clearchannel.com. Taking a break, coming back. What do we learn today is next. What did you learn today? Want to tell us? Well, uh, if we like what you learned, if we think it's the best one, you will win an old school D-Side Radio prize pack, which will include not only the T-shirt and the autographed photo, but a signed copy of the brand new Twisted Tribute record, Twisted Forever. This has got a whole bunch of songs from the legendary Beth, legendary Twisted Sister. Artists include Lit, Nine Days, Chuck D, Seven Dust, Sebastian Bach, Motorhead, Nashville, Pussy, Overkill, Cradle of Phil, Step Kings, Joan Jett, Fu Manchu, tons of new bands, old bands. Did I say Anthrax? Anthrax is in there. You know what? I, did you? Nick, you're a rat fan. Did you know that uh, Robin Crosby, you know who Robin Crosby is? Yeah. They're guitar you know player, right? You know he's dying of AIDS. Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. that before. It's getting real bad. Uh, it's getting real bad. He's he's on his deathbed, I think. That's too well, bad. Yeah, I really don't really care bad. about that. Like, I really liked the albums though back in the day. Well, Nick, that's pretty insensitive. <laughs> I don't care about. <laughs> well, no, it's like he I provided mean, entertainment for you. Yeah, I guess Robin the guitar. The King. I guess the guitar was pretty good, but at the same time, it's like the I. 
careful. I gotta be careful what I say here, but when you look at Twisted Sister, you think D. Snyder. You don't think about AJ Peril, really. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying, but here, okay, here, you know, it's just it's uh, it's tragic, really. Cause, you at you know, least pretend you're upset, Nick. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't always no be so honest. This is what we're saying: little white it's, lies sometimes. Well, exactly no, what, what I was saying say, earlier. Oh, poor Robin Crosby. I mean, yeah. there are tons of people who have AIDS. Well, it's just yeah, it's, it's just. A, but honor. you know what it does also when it's celebrities or former celebrities, it brings attention. Uh, he got it from intravenous drugs, drug use, mm -hmm. and I heard that he's been it was on the streets for a long time. His you know drug addiction. Got so bad and destroyed his life, and and then got a, became, got um, AIDS and. It's a sad you know, it's story, down. Nick. You can't have a little compassion. You're well, so not after what D just said. You know what I mean? Like the we're crying a river struggles. because your dad embarrassed you at Hot Tomatoes. You can't muster up a little sympathy. <laughs> kind of pales in comparison to <laughs> dying of AIDS, doesn't well, it? Well, I know, but that's like I would say that that's self-inflicted. It's his own he's, fault he's for doing user. it. I mean, that's really. That's really not good to say. What do you... I, intravenous drug use, what does he expect? I, I mean, with all that everybody knows about AIDS and stuff, you think that if you're using intravenous drugs like that, you'd be a little bit more careful, I guess. I don't know the circumstances of how it happened, but no matter how it happens, it's a terrible it's thing to go through, and it's a terrible way to die. I understand what Nick's saying. You know, the people, it's, it's self-inflicted or whatever, but he's addicted. He was a decent guy. I knew him. This is that and, whole. Uh, this is the whole reason that people didn't care about AIDS in the beginning because they thought, oh, it's not like cancer. These these people are doing something to bring it upon themselves. Well, right. It's still it's still a bad thing to have happen to you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it must suck. Just to yeah. say, that's, I mean, that's Nick, you've yeah. engaged in some risky behavior. You know, you should say for the you know, but for the grace of God, go I. Yeah, who knows where that bottle was before you? Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> well, Robin Crosby well, played some mean guitar licks, and I'm sorry that he's got AIDS. The king. All right. He called himself the king. Uh, all right. Uh, what do we learn today is next. Give us a call. 860-666-4444. Join the party. Win a prize pack and the Twisted Sister tribute record. This is Radio 104. You'll make it yours as well. Call D now. 666-4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. We have a very special guest for you tonight. And now back to D Snyder Radio. Hope you enjoy this and stick around. On Radio Today, give us a call, join the party, tell us what you learned, win a prize pack, including the Twisted Tribute record, 860-666-4444. I realized, Beth, that I didn't explain, I didn't, as uh, Desi Arnaz used to say, I didn't explain. <laughs> yes, uh, Yes, yes, Ricky. I didn't explain uh, that we weren't able to get a hold of the uh, general manager mm. of the station. Paula. It's not that she declined to speak with us. We just yeah. couldn't get a hold of her. Yeah, although I, she, I know she listens. She's definitely a supporter and fan of the show. You go into her office. The other stations must. The other stations must hate us. Do you think that she knows she'll ha she has some kind of system where somebody tells her we're coming and she she switches it? Oh, maybe <laughs> she does that for everybody coming down because the hall. She has a little camera I, in the hallway. She's got on a wall. She's got <laughs> framed like artwork from her kids. 
you know, which is really nice and traditional. And then on one wall is two huge framed D-Day 1 poster and D-Day 2 posters. I did notice I that she in, had a D-Euro sticker on her minivan the other day in the garage. She, she, she believes. Mm-hmm. She believes. And so, but I, but I, so she's listening. I think she may have ducked. Maybe she, you know, figured. I don't blame her. Because, <laughs> you know, just yesterday she said to me, we were talking, she said, I'm not, I've never been an on-air person. Some people in the business started as on-air right. people. Uh, like our own Todd Thomas. He used to be an air personality mm-hmm. and now he's just a PD. He doesn't go on air. Uh, but but she, she maybe she just ducked it and said, it's inappropriate for me to get caught up in this. You know, I'm not going to do that. So She's putting but together else, your severance package, Nick. She's busy. Yeah. <laughs> or else maybe she just wasn't there. Okay. Uh, time to do some singing. We got any sponsors here at Darkside? Yeah, What Do We Learn Today is brought to you by Ricardo's Music Center. East Hartford, West Hartford, East Windsor are now in the shops at 30 Plaza in Vernon. Also brought to you by Planned Parenthood of Connecticut. Call 800-230-PLAN or visit them on the web at www.ppct.org or... Check out the booth at the Radio 104 Fest. Everybody say. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Jeff from Wolkett. How you doing, Jeff? Good morning, D. I'm well. How are you? Very good, man. So what did you learn today, Jeff? Well, today I learned that physicians don't necessarily do prostate exams for diagnostic purposes. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You think it's for fun? Well, perhaps <laughs> their, their own twisted pleasure. Uh, yeah. That it, there's no need to be invasive. Yeah. What is Doc B out of the loop? <laughs> 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 or maybe he just didn't want to tell Nick. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, yeah. I, was, I talked about that earlier. I went for my physical, and they said, no, we didn't need, there was no need to do a digital exam. Mm-hmm. Time to do that. No boogie in the butt, Beth. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of boogie in the butt, what did you learn today, Beth? Well, I learned that, again, I'm thankful that my dad, although he used to get twisted pleasure, I think, out of making idle threats to embarrass me, rarely followed through, and definitely not to the extent of your dad's. Not necessarily yours, Dark Side, because I haven't seen any evidence of that, but your dad, your dad D, who... Does things like scream out inappropriate things at a mentally challenged b- baseball game and yeah. shoot zoo animals and makes that who <laughs> tends to yell at his bosses. <laughs> yeah, accost his bosses. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Poor Nikki. Poor Nikki. But I don't know. If you can't win with anything, Nick, it should be that, you know, that's what they do. Yeah. And, and if history bears out, you will do it too. Right. You will. I really try hard. I really try hard. We're going to go over today a little bit, but I've been really good hitting the number. I proved I can hit it if I want to, meaning the 10 o'clock number. Uh, I mean, like things like, you know, uh, like when I go to pick up my kid at a dance at the school, mm-hmm. my dad used to walk right into the dance <laughs> and come get me. And now, I, and I remember I was feeling like, you know, I was a teenager. I'm in the dance, feeling like, you know, I mean, like, I had it going on, and uh, and then your dad walks in, and it like completely, like, like the whole thing gets destroyed. <laughs> the old idea that you're out there with chicks and stuff, you know, you know what I'm saying? I am. So I would, I, I'll sit outside, and and if they're late, I'll sit out there forever because I don't want them. Because I, I, I remember that I don't want it to be like coming. And then you know what? Then my son comes out. I'm like, I said, Jess, you're like an hour late. He goes, Why don't you come in and get me? I'm like, I don't want to embarrass you. He goes, Everybody wants to meet you. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. And so, all right, I'm, a di- I'm a different dad, but still, I try not to do it to him. Okay, let's go to Lynn from Hard Hit New Britain. Lynn, it's D. Hi. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. So what did you learn today, Lynn? Um, that I'll be calling Planned Parenthood today to hook Nick up with the empathy belly so he'll be a pregnant, fat-waddling best man for Dark Side. <laughs> and I think Dark Side should be inviting Mr. Lentino for free entertainment to his wedding since he's such a dancer. And I can I suggest that maybe Dark Side should sit him next to Paula and Manuel? Is this, is this Michelle? <laughs> Michelle Lynn? <laughs> Dark Side's sitting there going, this voice sounds familiar. How do I know this voice? I'm sorry. I'm say she's got a cute voice. <laughs> sorry, she's I had a nice voice, it. Dark Side. Well, Michelle, I'd yeah. love if you would do that I for us. I couldn't tell. I was like, hey, man. I, I still have the woman's phone number and business card, so whenever Dark you side. want him pregnant, let me know. I'll Excellent. call her. Darkseid was getting a chubby. He was going, wait a minute, this is bad. This is my old lady. And they go, oh, it is my old lady. All right, uh, hold on a second. Well, hold on a second. You you can't win a prize I anyway. I know, I did it as a joke. I just couldn't That's help. okay, but we want the empathy belly for Nick. We want that. Let's get that. All right, let me know when. Nick wants to wear it. Okay, bye, Michelle. That's Darkseid's future bride, Michelle. She's conniving. She's sneaky. You got through I the know, phones I on know. Yeah, Lynn, I, like I didn't pick up her. on it. How long did it take you? How many syllables do you recognize her voice? We had it before you had it. Yeah, I Oh, could. you did? Well, I was trying to... I was listening. I'm like, is it? No, it can't be. New brand. Darkseid's kind of dense. What? Dial 800-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Michelle. Hey, that's the same name as my girl. Michelle who? Michelle who? Uh, Dark Side Dave, what did you learn besides Michelle's sneaky? Didn't learn that. I knew that one. I learned that they finally broke me down. You know, Nick and Sean. Oh, yeah, man. They had you. You fell for it. No, it's just, you know, after a certain amount of time, if somebody keeps telling you every single day, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're eventually going to be like, well, well, maybe I'm done. But not you these know? idiots. I, you know what? It just, I don't know, it just made me snap today no offense, for some you reason. Guys. You know? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. no. But I learned that the, the two people whose um, opinions I respect, which being Dee and Beth, don't oh, think okay. I look retarded. So See? F the two of you. Not of fact, yeah. you two As a matter of fact here, if you want a little more of this here, um, JoJo, who is a relatively new peep and wrote me a letter about seeing a Euro sticker on the back of a uh, EMS, uh, EMS guy's clipboard when they brought some people in, uh, says that, by the way, I agree with several of your other female listeners. Dark side is a babe. Yeah. See that? Right yeah. there. Right there. Okay. What, Pendulum swings the other way. A mentally challenged babe. <laughs> it says, Does it sound Linda from New Britain? Uh, no, Lynn from New Britain. No, uh, no, that's okay. JoJo. Hello, okay. handsome. All right, let's go to Chantel from East Hartford. Chantel. Yeah. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, I like your, I like your name. Thank you. It's really pretty. Thank you. Uh, so what did you learn today, Chantel? I learned that Nick wants to uh, learn how to pole dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think he's thinking it's a whole different pole. <laughs> do you uh, do you do you don't know how to pole dance? Do you, Chantel? No, not me. No. So, Nick, are you going to take lessons from that that uh, exotic dancer that offered dancing lessons for you, Nick? Uh, 
I'd do it for the show if I had to, but that Hold seems kind of like... I'm a little bit nervous about that because it is really embarrassing. I feel <laughs> it's the only thing I feel like really uncomfortable doing is dancing. Really uncomfortable. So, but you are comfortable marching in place. <laughs> yes, I like Good. the march. Sticking okay. with that. Stick to what works. Yeah, it, signature it, it, move. <laughs> Busting a move. Busta march. Hmm. Um, okay, Busta. Uh, what did you learn today? He can't, when he hears his beat, look, his legs are just pumping. They're playing my song. Uh, I learned... Stop playing that song. I think Beth gave the percentage of like 52 to 56% of women would stay with their man despite a cheating, you know, man. So I figured that I could have like four partners going on and cheat on all of them. And uh, if the shoe drops, that's okay, because I'll still have a couple going on. Or if I knock a couple of them up and I wanna, don't want to deal with them for nine months, I could hang out with that other 50%. That seems responsible. Yeah, so this, I'm just uh, playing the statistics there a little bit, you know? All right, well, what I learned, at first I thought that Nick had amazing self-control, Beth. When, at the end of Sagas Ivas, when Dark Side Dave won the Mr. Lentino Voodoo Dome, mm-hmm. He, you know, and started to do abuse things it, with it. Yeah, that Nick was the bigger man, and he was like, "All right, man, knock yourself out." Blah 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 blah. Because remember, Tarzan Dave last week attacked Nick, yeah, for doing the same. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought you were like, "I said, wow, that's pretty cool." Yeah, but now after hearing your own O story, I think that you were angry. <laughs> With your dad, oh. and 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 I, I, I was one. I saw you mouthing, "Do him, do him." Oh, when Dark Side was, yeah, like you were upset about it. So I think oh, it was yeah, more sure. your anger toward your father. No, no, no. I'm not angry at my father anymore. And you're mad at your dad, not at me. See, I the thing, you. thing about Dark Side is, Dark Side will continue like playing with that doll for the rest of the day and probably tonight and talk to the doll and talk to Michelle about the doll. Want it on Sagan's advice today, Michelle. Want it. And, I mean... Sounds just kid, like a great imitation yeah. of me, The kid dude. just does not let things go and dark side, knock yourself I out. I don't let things go. You guys are still doing the same stupid imitation of me for the past year now. Yeah, because you know you're really high voice, yeah, really you know, piercing. I talk really high and all. No, he's yeah, just, dark side, he's known for his high voice. Yeah. Oh, he's just Only like, dogs can hear him. Playing off the broken record thing. But Darkseid, just put your penis in the thing. I don't care. Knock yourself out. Have some fun with the doll this afternoon. Show it to Michelle and Connor. Go ahead. Shove it down, down your culottes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Put it down your culottes, man. All right. Uh, read them away. What do we got, Sean? All right. Jeff from Look at Learn that Physicians don't necessarily do prostate exams for diagnostic purposes. We already know about Lynn from New Britain, which is a.k.a. Michelle. She'll be calling Planned Parenthood to hook Nick up with an empathy belly. And finally, Chantel from East Hartford learned that Nick wants to learn how to pole dance. Well, Michelle's disqualified. Of course. I'm thinking Jeff. Okay. Because that was, uh, you know, deep-rooted and, you know, was medical. Mm-hmm. Makes, the, makes the show actually seem intelligent. Hey, Jeff, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you? You're good. You got the prize pack with all the T-shirt right. and the tribute CD and all that stuff, okay? Excellent. All right, hold on a second. We'll hook you up. And Michelle and Chantel, thank you so much. Michelle and Chantel. <laughs> Sounds like a fun night over at your place, yeah, Dark Side. Right on. <laughs> right on. 
We gotta go. Hey, remember all day today, starting now, every 15 minutes, there's a pair of 104 Fest tickets being given away until 11 p.m. tonight. That's a lot of tickets, and we'll do it again tomorrow as well. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, Mudbone is headed home. It's his last stop on the road this summer. It's all over. Plus, B.B. Buell, author of uh, Rebel Heart. A book about the life and times of a professional groupie and model and mom. She's Liv Tyler's mom. So that means she bones Steven Tyler. Uh, she'll be calling in. We'll be talking to her. And is uh, Sean's investigative report on the SMFs happening tomorrow or no? Yeah, it is tomorrow. Okay, Sean was down a couple weeks ago at the reunion in-store of Twisted Sister on Long Island and had to spend some time with uh, you know, a couple thousand SMFs and had a chance to uh, pick their brains a little bit. We'll see what they have left from the 70s and 80s. So have a great day, everybody. Hang around all day long. Radio 104 has got it going on. This is D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. Take it. We're not gonna take it.